You're now listening to the Where's My 40 Acres podcast, baby, with your host, Phenom Black, Miss Music Lover, Twan Burgundy, and Silent X. This podcast ain't free. Well, maybe it is, but you better listen, niggas. Shout out to Phenom Black, Miss Music Lover, Twan Burgundy, Silent X Media, man. Mindset of a young nigga with idle time They say a devil's workshop is an idle mind It's hip-hop infiltrated by a wicked-built industry I'm here representing for the underground Independence, Fifth Amendment Freedom of speech, the revolution is pending But it's cool cause you see we on a mission Television off, this a viral petition Man, and I hope you pay attention The WM48, we keep it real Have you ever known any man, including Safari, to write raps for me? Oh, you have plenty of people write for you. You have Lil Wayne, Drake, a Tiger, Gutta Gutta. We ain't hear from him. We got uh, uh, Kobe, Shaq, a Chick-fil-A employee, uh, the mailman. Oh, you did write Stupaho. I will give you that. You wrote Stupaho word for word. That was all you. Always a compass. I was always, I always thought I was better than every nigga. So I always thought like... Nah, you were stupid over that one. Have you ever known any man, including Safari, to write raps for me? I just like the beat. I think that's like the best song on the album because of the beat. You ain't shit. Cardi, why is Nicki Minaj stressed? Why did right you do now? that? Because I fucking can. You know why? Because I don't work for Vibe and I don't well, work damn. for any I mean, other site. Shit, you got to come out like that. I don't work for any fucking site fucking that don't can. got the balls to be honest with her about this trash ass album that we reviewing later this week. Like, you ain't gonna get me fired from my job because I'm gonna tell you the truth that you sound like doo doo. You sound like doo-doo that grew legs and walked through doo-doo. I'm uh. Who is saying? Maybe I haven't seen these folks. It's legit positive reviews. All I saw 
The only person I saw a clip licking this album is Rosenberg. No, it's if you go to the Wikipedia page for Queen, it has like a 72 Metacritic score. It had Pitchfork gave it a 7.6, but gave Daniel Caesar, Caesar's Freudian a 7.2. Like, it's niggas what? actually giving this album positive reviews. Up Rocks was praising it as like her best fucking album to release to date. Motherfuckers was talking about it's the first album where she's come out of her shell and done original Nikki. And I'm sorry, but and we'll, again, I'm go full blown on that fucking review. But ain't nobody gonna stop me or get me fired from saying that that album is trash. She is having a whack fucking month, and if she don't want to get her shit straight, she want to run around here starting up bullshit ass bougie nigga drama with her fucking what? ex. Like get the fuck out of here, dog. Don't nobody hey. care about that drama because everybody that's listening to your fucking beef right now is still not listening to your fucking album. So, and that's funny. Well, DJ Booth ain't worth shit anyway because that's I ain't fucking see how they be clickbaiting because they were all up on damn Twitter talking about the album. Pretty much saying the album is trash. That was the headline. So for them to say it's trash and you give it that rating, no, that was Pitchfork. Pitchfork gave it that rating. I don't know what Booth gave it because I don't I don't fraternize what they cite through my yeah, internet at DJ all. Booth. Well, yeah, DJ Booth said it was trash. And I, they should have like this every once in a while. Broken clock. A broken clock of two white boys is right once in a while, every couple of times or something. I don't know. But the happy phrase, I forgot. I don't know. Wop, yeah, wop, sure. chicken, chicken, wop. Oh, wop. yeah. I, I was like, let me go ahead and get this, get that fucking um, album over with to say I listened to it. So I listened to it while I was getting ready for work, and then that was it. Yeah. I was like, ooh, trash, trash, trash. The song you just played, oh, beat fire. Wish it didn't go to her. Trash next. Yeah, so we'll get into that uh, with the review comes, but be looking for that eargasm because it's coming. That whackgasm, that no, that no gasm, that tr- that try hard. We just sweating now, gasm. She is so. Like, I'm gonna start calling her music clickgasms. It's Click. not even an asm. Like orgasms are great. Hers it's, is just clickgasm. Flaccid. Mm-hmm. That's what you should call them, just flaccid music. Whole owl made of rubber. <laughs> I'm just, hmm. Ride it to I the just wheel can't fall believe, on. She Well, no, no, I take that back. I can't believe, like, she's doing all this shit. I mean, you you bring in, you talk about somebody that's not even, even looking at you and dealing with you anymore, and then get mad when he's like, stop fucking talking about me. What the fuck? All I'm saying is that your beef with him ain't getting you no fucking extra spins you on these trash beef. ass songs. Yeah. Trying to add, she she did they did this slick shit today too because her fucking numbers came in and fucking Fifi with another whack ass teriyaki Are you ass another whack song. Wow, and, right and with Fifi the pedophile, numbers. another pedophile. She can she can talk about Safari and talk about all that shit. And somebody said it too, and I was like, damn right. You can say all that shit about these other folks, but you can't send it. You ain't say shit about, about that damn brother. pedophile bo- uh, brother you got and that pedophile uh, cold per- person you did that Fifi song with. They they added the numbers from Fifi to her shit to try to boost her sales numbers. Like, no, ma'am. Game peep game, you full of shit. Oh, they added the singles number? Yeah. They try, mm-hmm. to run them, they try to run them numbers with her album numbers to help that boost. Even though it's not her song, she's just featured on it. Uh-huh. Oh, I thought it was her song. No, she's featured. No, no she's that's Fifi is it. Teriyaki song. Teriyaki hash six nine song. 
That's his song. Tearjerker Gash. She's she's really, I mean, she's just just out of control, lame. Like, you know, her rollout was trash, which it should have been because it's a trash fucking album. They kept pushing it back because they know this album was damn trash. And then now all of a sudden you're going to be talking about other people, talking about, oh, self, tell me this. And then you know, then you do the the then you go with the notorious ass kisser and shit starter flex. You go on there and start talking shit about Safari out of the fucking blue, and then start you know blasting left and right on Twitter. And then when he gives you a classy diss, like um, bitch, go away. You get extra mad, get extra salty. I just first of all, if you friends with Flex, like reevaluate your everything. Cause that's the most annoying bombing for no reason ass nigga bombing on the radio we've ever listened to. And she was up in that interview with him. Just, I mean, like legit, legit, legit. I'm surprised Jake Drake wasn't behind her with the, you Kiki in so hard. I thought Kiki was here. Not my bad. My radar went off. I was looking for, I'm still looking for Kiki. I don't it's funny, Drake is like, am I, like he, you know, normally he be all up he in time. I hear peep. I hear go listen to queen. Why is he, he is why like, would he do that? Why would he taint his shit? And she's volatile right now. Like, she's volatile as fuck right now. She is not somebody Mm -hmm. that you want to stand behind, be near, or even receive a page from. Like, no, don't, just don't answer shit. If she texts you, uh, put your phone away. Just cut it off. If she texts you, just cut your whole phone off. Like, go operate off a burner for a week. Act like you on the wire. She volatile as fuck right now. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just not a person you want to be around. She's not confident in nothing going on in her life right now. It's it's bothering her. And you know that that's and that's been her the whole time. She's always been a bit, she's always been volatile, but it's been taller but because you know nobody else, the quote unquote, oh, there's no other mainstream female rapper, blah, 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 blah. So now the fact of you got, especially now with Cardi, and then you got, you know, what's City Girls, and you got all these other females that Nobody's paying attention to you, and then you putting out these tra- you put out two trash singles that didn't do well because people are tired of you, and now you, you it's uncomfortable. It's making her uncomfortable. Uh, for me, here's and here's I my feel thing. no I feel no sympathy. My my thing all. is like the people that's right that was riding for this fucking beef, right? That was all up in this fucking beef. I read it. I seen what was supposed to be jokes flying back and forth. I didn't crack a giggle, a chuckle, a hand. I didn't crack nothing while reading this shit because, frankly, I just don't feel like somebody who's had 99% plastic surgeries should be joking somebody for having a fake fucking hairline that they paid for. I'm sorry. Like, it just don't. Oh, about Safari. I don't yeah. get what the jokes is. I don't get what's funny about the fucking jokes. Are you, you're, that's like me joking on another nigga for being fat and light skinned. Like, what the fuck? You got <laughs> surgery. Again, you, you got surgeries too. Stuff, but again, you, you can't talk about, but you can't talk about that, that brother. You, you ain't talking shit about that. You ain't saying nothing about your brother. You can't clown like, niggas You can call out other did. motherfuckers, but you can't call about that fucking brother. And yeah, that's absolutely true. Like, hi, and then I know it's, I know she's seething. Cause far I don't give a fuck. Like he is Why joking, unfucking bothered. That and that's how you supposed to be. Why she should is he? Seething. He had the whole internet on blackout when that dick pic dropped. Like you can clown him all you want to, but he oh, shut down oh. Twitter for a hot week with that shit. And ain't and you ain't done shit with a single. You done I chun mean, lead in silence over there in the corner by yourself, struggling to get a beat going and can't get one. And you mad because your old dick out here literally doing nothing but showing his dick and getting crazy. Living attention. his 
living his big dick best fucking life. Also, Safari had to say what? Safari could have heard bitches re- replied back, but that dick was good, right? And just had that. I've been ever replied to all her. I tweets. mean, he didn't even like, and just like you know, we bringing up the surgeries. He didn't even even bring that up. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I remember, you know, when her and Meek were going back and forth. You know, he was the one that was talking all that shit about her ass is weakening and all that fucking yeah, shit. Yeah, me get messy real quick. He is a messy bitch. Meek Meek would always been a messy bitch, but Safari don't Safari don't care. Like that's why he even was like, you know, we both were volatile. You know, that's why I had to fucking leave you. Like, you almost damn killed my ass. I had to leave. And, like, I've never, ever heard since then, like, him talk, like, mad trash. Like, I remember he was on, like, I think when they first broke up and they were, like, on, I think it was Hot 97. This nigga was crying because, you know, that was 13-something years or whatever, but never said anything bad about the girl. And here here she goes talking about his damn hairline. You think anybody give a fuck about their hairline when your dick that big? Look, look, LeBron borrowed him a hairline. Ain't nobody said nothing. The greatest player in the world. Men can do that now. It's fine. It's a, that, but the, and the thing is, like, out of everything, that's what you had. That's what you had to come back with. You had then, nothing. You had nothing. Nothing. You even had to put. Then you pulled Tiger. And Tiger ain't got nothing to do with it. Why you had to talk? Why he had to blast his fucking business? Like it's Tiger, just Tiger. Like I actually got a good song out right now. <laughs> He, he just laid back in the cut. I'm all right. Like, why do you have to bring? Like, she's just a she is just a messy ass bitch, and nobody don't want to fuck with her no more. I don't want to give her all the shade. Like, I, I do want to save a little bit of shade for envy, cause I'm tired. This nigga legit was like, I'm gonna get all the radio DJs not to play your music no more. And all I kept thinking was, the four of you niggas. He ain't got you, no clout. What are you I talking about? I was like, cackling. Ain't nobody ain't going no to the radio clout. for spins, nigga. When was the last time you took a huge check to play somebody's single, nigga? Like, go ahead, bro. Niggas is calculating Spotify numbers over y'all radio spins, <laughs> but you gonna get the DJs not to play her shit? What DJs, bro? What DJs I mean, is not gonna play her? He's shit? a clown, nigga. And, I mean, self is a clown, nigga, too. And I don't I mean, even know I've who been he is. Self bruh. was a clown, nigga. I don't even know but, who he is, like. I don't know. I don't know self. I don't know soul. I don't know feet. I don't know selfish. I don't know soul <laughs> fist. Soul fool. I don't know this nigga. I don't know who is he. Self made. I know who that is. That's an album. That's, I don't. That's a strange. And the thing is, I like, him. I mean, at, for New York radio, you know, and just hearing kind of what Karis always told me since being in this scene, he said at one point self was like the nigga. Like he was like the popping DJ. And all that stuff. But I mean, he just all he said, but so he just clue. not always corny. And it's just getting worse. And when he got, and I mean it's just corny too, because of the fact of like you you were on TV and you were shitting the whole time on damn Cardi. And then the only reason why you trying to act like, oh, she got the best album is the, on the world is just to do just to make like extra beef between them two. And that's just that's just a bitch fucking move. I just Point want these niggas theory. to make music. Like, I want DJs to actually DJ. I want artists to actually make music. All this drama shit that y'all doing, if you ain't beefing, like, uh, and, um, so, like I saw um, some people brought up, like, Remy as well. Like, people bringing up people that ain't doing shit in this whole situation. Like, don't mention none of these motherfuckers that ain't dropping no goddamn music. Don't mention none of these people that claim to be artists but ain't got you grooving. Like, seriously, what are we talking about? Y'all want to argue on Twitter over bullshit, Remy but you can't crack the sales. With her husband, 
with her had a second wedding unfucking bought. She, she she's I mean like my thing is just and that's and that's fine and that's all good and that's dandy. But I don't want to hear nothing about her either till she make a song. Because they started that whole dry ass fucking sheath of beef and ain't not nary a collectible track come out of it. Like ain't nothing you gonna add to your playlist come out of that whole shit from neither one of them. I'm so tired of these fucking New York rappers doing this bullshit. I wish they would just make some music, like make some good ass music. That's all niggas really care to fuck about. But instead, they want to flip out on motherfuckers that is making music that's more relevant than them. They want to beef like it's 1992 and not make good music doing that. Like everybody swear they beef track, they battle track is fucking takeover. It's not, nigga. It's not ether, nigga. Okay, that shit is dry. Is it that fucking hard to get 10 solid beats? And claiming yourself to be a dope fucking rapper, make a dope album. But that's the thing. Everybody don't care about the music. Like it used to be that way. Nobody, everybody does not. We care. There's a lot of people that don't like they, they like this shit. Like they like the shit talking. They like the saying, oh, I'm I'm the best of this, but I'm going to give you this mediocre, you know, music. Like it's just the persona and uh, Unfortunately, social media. So everybody doesn't care about the music. That's why this shit can continuously go on and niggas don't have no good music. Look, niggas out here be like, hey, bro, when I go play some outcasts at my funeral, hey, bro, when I go play Blueprint at my funeral, hey, yo, bro, ain't nobody gonna be like, hey, yo, bro, when I go play that queen, no. They ain't, it's not happening, okay? It ain't. And if y'all ain't, I ain't saying you gotta make music to that level. But could you make music that at least don't make us wish you would just not make music anymore? Could you wasting everybody's time not caring? That it, it, it baffles me. Like, we got to put up with at least two more days of this bullshit drama shit from her. To, until she's a whole ass week irrelevant next week. And then the funny thing is, now they're saying... Uh... Her and, and Meek Mill back together. Who cares? I'm no. Where is Meek? He can't prepare for uh, Made in America. He can prepare like the the. He's getting prepared for one all, of the. This is all the whole. Like I said, this is the deflection of that album being trash. Like uh, that that. <clears throat> it, it's I I love the fact that her Meek, um, Post Malone, were the headliners for the Made in America festival. Like, I love it because it's just all met niggas in one place. Y'all can have that met ass festival just met all up. And then they're like, we're going to add a special. That festival is at the end of this. Is that the first? I think it's the first week of September or some shit. It's less than a month away. And they just announced that they got a special show, a special Kendrick show. Like, they legit had must have went and begged this nigga to do a show. They were like, hey, we fucked up. We got the fonts wrong on our poster. Our headliners was pe- was niggas that people don't want to see. And Kendrick, can you save us? And Kendrick was like, triple my price. But I got, God got you. The goat will come. So now they got a special show. And they're like, now our tickets will boost. We'll see. Kendrick about to do three songs. Bruh, you know it. You <laughs> know it. Humble three times. Yeah. <laughs> this might this nigga might just do them all from the plane. It might be it might be tele it might be streamed from his private jet to Made in America. 
This nigga gonna be on the big TV. He ain't even gonna unbuckle unbuckle his belt. And they gonna be like that special Kendrick though. He be like, somebody pray for me. All right, New York, I'm out. Made in America will be the first time we learn if you can stream a stream. Cause that nigga ain't coming. I don't blame him. Kendrick gonna bring his own um hologram. Remember when Beyonce that BT um bigged up Beyonce type of oh we got Beyonce and she gave them like a, a a taped version of her being in concert. It's Beyonce. <laughs> that, yes. She was like, How dare you think I'm coming? <laughs> it's BT. It was funny because she felt bad because she actually came the next year. <laughs> and get <it> before, <laughs> but that first year she did do that tape shit, and I was like, Yeah. That second That's year they cut the it. check. That second year they cut the check. <laughs> this has been a weird week uh, for everybody listening. Uh, where's my Forty Acres podcast? Uh, your host here, Phenom Black, Twan Burgundy, Miss Music Lover. Uh, where's my Forty Acres dot com is a site you can go to to listen to our past episodes. If you want some extra ratchet, you know what the deal is. Go ahead and support us by hitting up that premium forty over at Patreon dot com slash WM four zero A. You get a little extra. You get a little extra podcast with your podcast. That's pretty much what it is. So that'll be Craft Beer Killers this month. That'll be a disaster cast. And I'm I some somebody send me a book because I'm ready to hoodable. I'm ready to do this shit. I'm gonna hold it down. I got I've been practicing my voices. I've been working on my accents, my hood sense. I'm ready to go. <laughs> one of y'all gonna find y'all baby daddy hearing me read one of them books. You good God. Mm-hmm. One of y'all baby daddies. Not all of them. I can't make no guarantees. No guarantees, but yeah, so that's pretty much the show info. We are on Instagram uh, at Phenom Black, at Miss Music Lover, at Craft Beer Killer. We are on Twitter. I said those names earlier. And if you are in Facebook and you'd like to join the Facebook groups, please join our Facebook group. If you don't answer the question, you will never get in the group. That I'm sorry. I do not. I don't care if oh, I, I delete, recognize honey. you. Honey, like I, I was going through, I was like, oh, about a month, delete. <laughs> <laughs> Clean that mm-hmm. shit out. Cause I that shit gets on my nerves. It's, it's one question. Now. Right. It's one question, dog. It's one question. Are you just drop a name from somebody on this podcast? And niggas be like, niggas will try to join the group 20 times. Also, don't add 20 of your friends to the group. So when you post shit, they can be on your side supporting your weird ass comments. Like, don't, don't do that either. Trying to build a gang <laughs> in our group. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. They get all they got all deleted. You're gonna be gang banging out them posts, bro. Don't do that. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. Timber Great Tim Brigade over here. We got opinions. Mm-mm. Nope. Like Molly. Boop. Silence that nigga. Bleep. Get him out of here. Blam. Bye, nigga. Bippity. Why she only pick bees? She could have picked some other like consonants. You know, she could have get them with a glip. Bloop flap blow. She could have been like trip, trap. All those are real words though. All right, so um. Yeah, we done knocked out two topics. I like that. Like, just jump right into just getting two of these topics the fuck up out of here. Uh, Made in America and Queen. Looking for the orgasm soon. Oh, God. Yeah, this has been like a weird... It's been hilarious, but just everybody having beef. Tiana Taylor talking about I'm a beat oh, niggas you up. you saw that? You saw that? <laughs> yeah. You saw that? And I believe her ass, Have too. you seen her ass? I didn't see that. That bitch was... <laughs> A nigga Have you, seen her you can't tell me she can't. She absolutely can fight. 
<laughs> she from DC. She you got know she can real, real Harlem on him. Like she not from I Wale like, DC. She from like real DC. She being real DC. <laughs> don't she? She she ain't PG County DC. She real DC. <laughs> Y'all don't see her? Like look, look, no shade. Look at her jawline. Tell me she can't fight. Dog, she got the strongest ass jawline. Tell me she can't fight. She'll beat your I mean, ass and crack she, open a whole I mean, bag of, and of, she of sunflower is just, seeds. She is just solid. Like she tiny, but she is fucking solid. Like that is all muscle. She got she got 0.15% body fat on her. I, <laughs> I I absolutely believe that she squatted that baby out. Mm-hmm. She did 15 squats in the delivery room and the child was born. Cause like, how do you have that baby? And then like literally like a week later, you back, you got your ass flatter than it was before you got pregnant. She's one of the only women in this world that can literally whip her vagina back into shape. <laughs> like she hula hoops her hips around in one full circle. Her vagina is restored. It's rejuvenated. I guarantee her baby, her baby was walking in two months. That baby came out with the barbells. That baby came out oh, eating a whole so red too. grapefruit. Junie's so cute. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I saw that. I was like, Jeremiah. I mean, his music is trash. I don't know what the fuck his problem is. His name Even don't have no ending. Huh? His name don't have no ending. It's Jeremiah. His name don't end. Yeah. I, 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 <laughs> he the only nigga in the world with a trailing off first name. <laughs> Jeremiah. So what's his name? He's like, Jeremiah. Jeremiah. She like, okay, Jeremiah. No, no. Jeremiah. 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 That's what you say. Nigga, I did you run out of breath? No, no. Jeremiah. Take, take the uh. You got to say his name like you just finished running up eight flights of stairs. Jeremiah. <laughs> she said it like she fainted. Jeremiah. Jeremiah. Mm. <laughs> like, yeah, she was talking cat. I mean, she was, and all he kept saying is, uh, keep that same. And what did, oh, no, he put some, um, he put that, what's the little dude, um, I'm not going back and forth with you niggas song. That's all he could Jeremiah? put. I mean, but she oh, talking man. cash money, like, I'm going to fight you. <laughs> like, I'll fuck your life up. <laughs> like she was talking all the shit. And I believe her. And like my homegirl went to her concert when she was when they came to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And one thing she said, like she's Tiana, like it is a concert. Like, you know, like it's not no, she's just walking back and forth, strutting back and forth. Like it's dance, it's choreography, like it's energy. She said it was good. She said it was sold, like it was sold out. And after she performed. I think I guess Jeremiah whatever was supposed to form afterwards, and like people left. Who the fuck paying a full uh, ticket price for him? I sure damn won't. You can't pay a full ticket price if you ain't got a full name. Nope. <laughs> Before I go, I got one more important thing to say. Um, Jeremiah, that's how, you know that's how he talked. <laughs> Auntie, he talk breathless. I think, I Auntie, think his mom was calling really like talk breathless. <laughs> His mom was calling his name over the phone. I was and about to the phone, the phone cut off. The phone cut off. <laughs> Ma'am, could you please type that child's? Could you please so type that child's full name into the computer? Please type that child's full name into the computer on the birth certificate so we can. Uh, J E R E M I H. Oh, is that a power outage? Oh, oh. Well, you know, once the type is permanent, it's permanent, nigga. That's it. That's the name. They had, they had those uh, old computers where you can only put in eight letters. Jeremiah. <laughs> so they're like, Jeremiah. Oh, no, they ain't gonna fit. Why his Jeremiah. name? His name can't be longer than a license plate. That's what you're saying. <laughs> 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 
how many digits can you fit on one of them old ass calculators? <laughs> J J E R E eighty three. J E R E my. That's it. That's it. That's all we can do. Jeremiah. 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 Oh Lord! But that 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 little beast had me cracking up. Why she is that like, little nigga running around here? What is he looking for? What are you looking for, boy? The rest of my name, Jeremiah. <laughs> wow. Wow. When he was learning phonics, he could never learn the word "uh." He could never get that one. <laughs> now eyes make the "uh" sound. No, they don't. They make the "i" sound. Like Jeremiah. Like Jeremiah. <laughs> Yo, can I just put a character in the show that all he does is say his name? Like he just walk <laughs> Jeremiah. Y'all get that special boy out of here, Jeremiah. <laughs> like, just, just, I just need him to talk to Jeremiah. Make oh that shit a language. But yeah, you know, she the name though. She that called this nigga name. a diva. She called this nigga a straight look. up diva dog. I need to look at that. Is that his legal name? I'm about to look. I feel like if Tayana Taylor got in a fight with Jeremiah, it would look like an anime cartoon. Like, that's how bad she would whoop his ass. <laughs> yeah, she looked like she does not, like, seriously, do not play yeah. at all. She would go full nine tails on that motherfucker, dog. That is the last bitch you want to be getting in the fight with. Nah. So what was, what was Jeremiah saying back no, then? No, 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 like, no, no, no. Energy? no, no, no. Jeremiah. My bad. What was Jeremiah? Jeremiah. What was he saying? That is his legal name. Of course it is. Why would you choose that as your fake name? That's clearly uh, so his is, legal name. Is his middle name, <laughs> is his middle name uh? It's a sigh. His, his middle name is a sigh. Two asterisks and a sigh between them. <laughs> his last name is Felton and he is... Why well, he got a full Chattown. last name though? Felton. He's 31 from Chicago. Hmm. From it was windy when they was they was yelling his name. That's why it just blew all. Just blew away, and his name just blew away. <laughs> Wait, they said on Wikipedia. Wow, in 2016 in Houston, Texas, Jeremiah allegedly used no, 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 Jeremiah, Jeremiah. I am not saying it like. <laughs> allegedly used the stunt double to perform at Party Next Door's summer over tour. Jeremiah? Wow. Nigga, what? Jeremiah? Jeremiah. He's a stunt double? To hey, perform what? I don't even know how that works. The fuck? Was he doing the Michael Jackson lean or something from Smooth Criminal? Like, why did he need a stunt double? For his old... I'm trying to find a video. There, there has to be a video. Why? Why does there have to be a video? There doesn't have to be a video. I know There is one. I know we punish ourselves as a culture, but there doesn't have to be a video. There is definitely one. Who's recording this nigga besides himself? I mean, he he's not a like he can't sing. So why would you have a stunt double? He can't fame. <laughs> what are his fans doing? Like, why are they there? Did they think it was the mall? Like, I understand. How did they get there? They willingly asked their parents to drop them off. I don't know a Jeremiah fan. I don't know one. I know none. That's why I was like, I don't know this. Um, I can carry a whole uh, tour by myself. 
Oh, well, he is now. Be He's like, absolutely carrying wow. it by himself. Like, oh, I'm going to get these Jeremiah tickets. Like, absolutely. She hit him with That's percentile facts. If he's playing at coffee shops, he can do that. Nigga. No, he can't because Starbucks got to close. <laughs> no, Jeremiah. You can't play here. No, I promise I'm not coming to do a song. I just want a pumpkin spice. Then why you got a microphone? Because I'm, I'm full of lies. <laughs> I can do a whole fucking skit about this nigga Jeremiah. Oh my god! <laughs> but no, she she would absolutely whoop his ass. So. Oh yeah, Tiana would absolutely. She legit whoop his ass. Like she hit a grown ass man with the, I'm gonna leave before I fuck you up. Like that. That's what she hit this nigga with. Like he did that, he put that I'm living my best life. Like that was his response on his Instagram. Yeah, all right. And she, she literally put back on his Instagram like as a response. And you don't, you don't want no smoke, nigga. <laughs> Who is she? She with Iman, right? Yeah, she been. Man, too. you don't want Iman showing up. At, that nigga name is Iman, bro. You don't want that nigga showing up at your crib. He got four letters and more name than you. Don't let that nigga like, show up at your crib. Like. At this point, Jeremiah, like you can't like this, just don't do anything. Don't even respond to anything because you're not gonna win either way. Hell you're no. either, you're either gonna look stupid or you're gonna like you're attacking a woman. Either way, just be quiet. Let this shit die down. Oh no, I mean, she's yeah. dead in it. She's dead in it right now. <laughs> so <laughs> he, he need he better be he better live his best life in silence. Okay, don't say don't tweet, don't Instagram. I better not see this nigga on Shade Room tomorrow doing a Tyrese video. I swear to God. Didn't I see Tyrese crying about money? He's so Tyrese, we just jumping from topic to topic. I love this bouncing ball. We pinballing these topics, y'all. What do you want from me? Me? I've been trying to find I cannot find that original one. How can you not? It should be forever. No, I found I found like three different ones, man. This nigga ain't got enough money to, to scrub the internet, bro. That shit's still out there. Oh my god! So Tyrese, funny. Tyrese has to pay child support because he a dumbass and he abusive as fuck and he a dumbass and he was complaining about how much child support he got to make that they taking too much money from him and that he only makes fifty one thousand dollars a month and that he his savings has dwindled from eight hundred thousand dollars to one hundred fifty thousand dollars. And he not making money like he was before. There are a couple of things that might have contributed to that. One, he a dumbass. Two, he beefed with The Rock. You don't beef with Dwayne if you know this nigga personally, motherfucker. He ain't making nothing but money. And he beat up his ex. Um, Don't do that. He embarrassed his daughter multiple times on the internet. He cried like a bitch. And here we are. <laughs> so don't, don't do nothing Tyrese did this year. If you don't want to be stuck in his situation, like even Nas is looking at him and shaking his head about the financial situation right now. Tyrese needs to just go ahead and go ahead and make go ahead and get that little Fast and Furious money. That's if they let him come back, straight. bro. Mm-hmm. You do make it well. This is fifty. What like that's what a little over six hundred thousand a year. It's like it's like six hundred and fifty thousand, six hundred thousand, six hundred fifty thousand, something like that a year. Yeah. I mean, this is before taxes. Now, this is his, this is this is his gross. Yeah, 
I mean, but yeah, I mean, I feel you, but it's still, I'll take that gross. Bruh, he had to pay 51000 He had to pay 51000 a month. And I think he had to pay something like, I don't know, ten to 20000 or something in child support. And I'm still like, if I have enough money per month to give my child $20,000 and still have $25,000 left for the whole month to operate, like, like I'm um, again. We're talking about gross versus net. I'm thinking that to operate, nigga. Y'all not gonna see me crying about nothing. Nothing. What for me? What? What did he get that UK accent though? Like, why he sound like Mary Poppins now? <laughs> it's probably one of the remixes. Oh lord. Let me make the fuck out of that shit. He gonna need. The, he need a sweet lady sequel or something. <laughs> Like we talking like that is, cause you said what he make he make about sixty I think it's six hundred twelve thousand mm-hmm. a year if you make it fifty one thousand mm-hmm. a month they get what ten thousand dollars in child support. I'm, I'm trying to find an article. Work? I want to find an article so I can get the exact numbers because even when but I looked at the numbers I was like, mm, that's a lot of money. And then I saw how much he brought in the month. I was like, mm, why is this nigga complaining? But but let's let's if if we come with there and we make let's say it's twenty thousand dollars. We're talking that's about approximately four percent of his earnings. A month? It's ten thousand a month. It's, it's a month, yeah. Oh, a month. Then yeah, he's very overall. Mm, yeah, that's still not a lot, though. I mean, it's still, I mean, it's a significant uh, portion. It's close to half, but it's not. But close it's to half. yeah, but kids, but kids are fucking yeah, kids are fucking expensive. Yeah, they, I mean, they ain't twenty thousand dollars a month expensive, but they expensive. I mean, the kids more money you make, though, my nigga, the more money you got. Yeah, to give kids up, ain't. Yeah, kids ain't twenty thousand dollars split. Like you can, you can raise a kid on a buck ninety five. You can do that, and it will be the best life. But you can do that. Did shit. you say but, a buck ninety five or what? But like, if you sitting there and you're and you're making a certain amount of money, if that kid was with you, that kid would be living that life. So you're going so, to pay. You're going to pay that. So this is what he's saying. It just is. It just it just fits what what your market is. As your shit goes down, like if he really like, hey, I made a lot less money this year than I did last year, then you go to courts and be like, hey, court, I made a lot less money this year. But I mean, like, just he he's saying, okay, so it's on Baller Alert. Tyrese Gibson told us because you know he be calling them up because they tight like that. So Baller Alert that he was <laughs> he called them that he was struggling financially now. Nope. He says nope. I made that up, bro. <laughs> He said, no. he, he says he can't afford his ex-wife's attorney fees. Gibson's estranged wife, Norma Gibson, filed a request asking him to pay for her divorce legal fees, according to TMZ. In response, Gibson filed documents that highlighted all the other expenses he's coming out of pocket for, including $114,000 for his mortgage, child care, groceries. This thing will put groceries. Utilities. This thing will put utilities. You said a hundred and what? A hundred and fourteen thousand dollars for his mortgage. So you know he living in like a mansion. Damn. And he claims he claims now he only brings in fifty one thousand a month, and his savings have gone from eight hundred thousand to one hundred and thirty thousand, and he's paying ten thousand dollars in child support. So he's bringing in fifty one thousand a month. He's sending out a. Ten thousand dollars in child support, like Twan said, he making six hundred and twelve thousand a year gross. 
But if he's paying that much in mortgage, he needs to move. Right. If he's paying a hundred and four, like he, right. he can't mean a month. He he can't mean a month. I'm saying like you like you cannot like yo that got to be like because you you you'd have been broke a long time ago. Right. He can't and mean it, a month. But that's why his savings are, dwindled. That's why his savings is trash right now. Now, if you are going broke, I'm gonna need you to let go of that mortgage. But Twan is that house. Rent that house like. Instead of you walking around and, and, and taking Instagram videos in all the rooms, I'm gonna need you to rent some of them bitches out. Mm-hmm. Almost fucked up Dre's billion dollars. This is just not a nigga you want around any money, any of your monies. Yeah, he better Airbnb that shit. To who? <laughs> <laughs> he better go on house hunters. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, you, you better find somebody that grooms cat tongues for a living, and another nigga that picks random green apples. You need, you need to go ahead, especially if it's just him in that house, man. You need to go ahead and and sell whatever you you got. They got that mortgage like that, and go get somewhere else. Because even if you didn't have child support, you would still be broke. I paint faces. Going to tear your ass up. I paint faces on rubber band balls, and I drive an ice cream truck. And our savings, <laughs> we have a hundred, we have seven hundred fifty thousand dollars for a home. What? Nigga, what? That's <laughs> not your I budget. Be, I mean, look, I be watching like y'all on Facebook, like, cause I, I got into HGTV like years ago, and I watched all them shits. Like, I knew people who, uh, I knew of a person who went, who uh, went on what's that job? Love it or list it. Mm-hmm. And they fucked Look their that. house up. Love it or list it is a show on HGTV where. People are considering moving, and the whole thing is they they bring in a, a designer who's going to take a budget and redesign the house to make you want to stay. And then there's a realtor that's there, and his job is to try to get you to uh, sell the house and buy another one. I promise we will have Tuan spell that word after he finishes his thought. Wow, realtor, <laughs> go ahead, sir. So, and so they'll fuck your house up. Uh, one of my friends does construction. I mean, contracting and stuff. And he watched the Property Brothers, and he like they ain't doing shit up the cold, like because they rush for the show and stuff like that. I mean, so a like, lot of I, them don't actually do that shit anyway. But we also yeah, now, can't put do, they, full blame on the people doing the renovations. Like we got to put blame on these people that they doing the renovations for the homeowners. Because they be full of shit, bro. I at least love the fact, and I don't watch this show because it annoys me. But I give Property Brothers credit for them taking everything that a couple claims they want from a home, finding that home, walking them up in there and being like, now how much you think this bitch worth? And for them yeah. to be like, oh, this might be like 900000 or pretty close to our budget, right? Our budget is $850,000. we are willing to go another 50000 over. So I'd say about 900000 910 this, this house, house is worth, worth $8 million. <laughs> like, I damn. Oh, <laughs> to have a diamond tub, is the house would have to be $8 million? I didn't realize. Diamonds like, were so expensive. It's like they're rare or something. Is, house hunters is funny because the majority of the time in house hunters, they find somebody who's already, like, they... the, the majority of the time? Nigga, they done already chose a house in house yeah, hunters. They, 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 <laughs> already, they done already bought a house, so they just get them, and then they go and tour other houses house hunters is catfish of housing all right them niggas not already been to the house they already moved in they live in it they're just going to visit their own home and that shit same way that catfish even them already know who the fuck the catfish is they'd have been in this house this nigga house took them out for dinner like it's all fucking fake that's the only look 
that's the only way you find people doing Google searches. Like yeah. that's, that's 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 as far as the investigative tools go. Bruh. A Google image search. Bruh. I know. And it's just like <laughs> you found all that shit with that basic ass search. Mm-hmm. Like you have you okay. ever have you ever legit tried to find a person on Facebook that does not want to be found? Like that does not have a you 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 cannot find me on Facebook if you don't know my name. Yeah. You because I'm not you you can't you can't find me. Okay? You can't. And with all the privacy settings and shit, you can't fucking find me. You know another way that people who don't want to be found on Facebook go about not being found on Facebook? They don't have a Facebook. How do you find a nigga that does not have a Facebook? You don't. Yeah, if a nigga doesn't have a Facebook, <laughs> catfish is over. You can't find him. <laughs> I don't I don't think he has a Facebook. Well, maybe we maybe we have to go back in time. To the library, we need a telephone book. Nigga, you can't find people on social media that ain't on social media. So, But looking for a house is, I don't know, because I, I went and got what, uh, I was like, man, let's see what the house is around my neighborhood, right? And I went and got the little Zillow app, right? And I'm looking through houses and stuff like that. And that shit just depressed the fuck out of me. I'm glad Johnny just walk up in random people's houses. I was about to say. Nah, that, shit, that shit just, it, it depressed the fuck out of me. Why? Because I was like, I'm Paul. <laughs> now, come I'm, up here and do that again. No, I ain't doing that. No. Yeah, that's that. what I thought. Look, when I was flipping <laughs> through these houses and seeing these, like, mortgages and how much the house costs and all that stuff, I almost called you, nigga, and was like, how, nigga, how? Bruh, but you not okay. So my sister just brought a a townhome down in that area. The what you told me that you paid that you and Keisha was paying in rent, it ain't that much less than what she paying for her Dude, townhome. I know, I fucking know. Now, but like I went now, we went, now, we went and, look, we went and talked to people, right? Uh huh. They were like, you gonna have to have all this and this and then do all this other shit, right? And I was and I used to look at people and like, oh, but I don't know where. I don't like where your money had to get a house, but I'm like, I'm paying that now. Ain't never missed the payment. Ain't never been late. Paying the shit right this second. Like, this second. This is going to be cheap. You're going to actually be saving me about $100. I you mean, know, you, you got to just... come with this and shit. And I'd be like, look, uh, I don't feel like dealing with this. Uh, and I just walk away. It's a lot. You don't want a home there. I mean, that just, that's part of the process. I know. I'd be, I be really thinking about it. Like, like do I? <laughs> It's, I mean, it's it's perks that it's perks to renting forever, and it's perks to owning property. It's just however you want to yeah, do it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it yeah, it just that's how it is. Like you do get a tax cut, but you also paying more money. Given de- depending now, depending now, if you look, if you look, you can find some some nice pieces of property. If you're willing to do this thing that a lot of people ain't willing to do, called sacrifice. You can find some properties that are closer within your range, especially in that area where y'all at. Like, even then, yeah. even with my sister buying a townhome, that is a couple hundred feet smaller than mine's, but like not really noticeable when you walk up into two spots. She's paying at least a thousand dollars less in mortgage than I am. So, I, it, you know, giving your area how you pick yeah, your all, living is all. It's all giving your area because like. I'm all for leaving this area because it's just it's just hot. This area is just hot for no reason. Right. It's no, it's, you're not going to get to step up and pay that you, know you would if you came up here. There's not a reason that if I, like, I could literally go like five minutes down the street 
and I'd be in a different city and all that stuff is the whole price done dropped. I mean, but you get, you could, even if you were to move somewhere to like Richmond, you could get a good look. Northern parts of VA, you can get a good look. They tend to be higher because they're closer to DC. Certain parts of Maryland and Maryland, you know, it's like spans, just like Virginia spans West. So there's certain areas you can go where the housing price is reasonable. It ain't crazy. It's reasonable. Like Chris is selling his home now because it's, it's near DC and he's going to move to an area that's probably going to be a bit further DC. And because of that, he'll be able to get a home cheaper. That's going to be bigger and have more space. So yeah, I thought he was like redoing work. everything. Yeah. He, I mean, he's, he's doing, he took out like a home loan or whatever. He's getting all of his shit done up. So, I mean, it, it, for, for selling, it, it just depends on what you're looking for, right? It depends on what you're willing to sacrifice and what you bring into the table. In particular areas, like where you at, bro, it just ain't no money in that area. It just ain't no fucking money in that area. So if you're looking for some high paying shit, it's people who, it's people in, in where we live at. It's people who grew up, who got money and been had money that's got money there now. And ain't motherfuckers I, coming out of college making $100,000 a year there. Unless the willingness is knocking. there now because I'm done with all my shit. My shit is done. And I got it. So I'm good. But there's a lot of places you can go. Like up here, this ain't, ain't the only spot. Bad. It's a bunch of places. Texas I, is I looking look, real good. Especially I, Austin looking real good right now. I was looking down in North Carolina. I got I got some family down there. Ooh, that ain't uh, bad. What part of North Carolina? Where does my cousin live at? That makes a difference. It does. I know. I'm trying to figure out where she lives. She live in she live in one city. She'll live in Fayetteville, dude. No, that that still makes a difference. Like, um, <laughs> I mean, like, is, I don't know. Is it Raleigh or Durham? I can't remember. It's one of. Them. I no. mean, yeah. Now, if you do like Raleigh, like is it, is it a, a Raleigh? Is it a Raleigh or Durham? I know. Yeah, I know. It's, they I thirty know minutes from each other. So that triad area, like the main areas in like North Carolina, is pretty much like Charlotte, Greensboro, Winston-Salem, like the triad area. And then, you know, you go out for like, and then the research triangle, which is Rollam, Dury, Cary, like that whole little area. Mm-hmm. Like those pretty much are like the three pockets of where you want to live. If you want to be hippie and be the mountains, maybe Asheville. But I mean, even there, it's like, mm, but those are like the three main little areas. Well, you said be hippie and be the mountains. <laughs> I mean, that's what Asheville is. What do, what do nice, like that's, I mean, Asheville got the, the nice nature, of, nature walks and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, Man, Asheville is like shit. very super hippie. You know, they got a ton of breweries up there. Like Sierra Nevada's up there, Wicked Weeds up there. Like it's a nice, like it's actually really nice if you go visit them. But I mean, it's it's just kind of pretty limited. <laughs> it is so, what it is. You know. They're just yeah, nice to look at. But even like in 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 even to me we're not because I went to Durham and Raleigh last year, but again they thirty minutes from each other so it was like it wasn't that huge a deal. Yeah. I went to I went to, I went to Raleigh for Hopscotch Fest and I went to Durham for Moog Fest, and you know they're they have they're like trying to develop their infrastructure, and they're building up certain things right. They're trying to get it together, but like still, like the money the 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 like money situation as far as like business stuff. I'm just like when you near DC and shit is different. When you in some of these other cities, it's just different. So it is. it's it's particular. I think it's certain areas too. You really got to look at what your field is, right? Because I can go anywhere. Like I can go IT anywhere that dude that's got some bit of IT money, and I'm gonna make mine. Like I'm good. So, but then it's you know if you're doing other stuff, like if you're a teacher or 
you know, if you're doing social work or, you know, if you're, you know, if you're in like nursing and stuff, I'm sure there are definitely, I'm sure you can go anywhere and be a nurse, but I'm sure there are some places you want to go and be a nurse because that pay is going to be different. Like it's, it's like significantly different. I'm sure. Like I know if my sister moved up here, she'd make more money than me. That is when, and she should. I mean, yeah, nursing is just so broad. You can travel. You can go to California and make bank as a travel nurse. I mean, mm-hmm. and then also depends on your specialty too. So, naturally, ED nurses, you know, like specialty like ED, ICU, you're gonna make more money than like a med surge nurse because med surge is pretty much like mid patients. You but know, even like counseling they stay and, and then they get discharged. You gotta look so, at what you gotta do. Yeah, be like counseling and psychology and stuff like that. You gotta look at what you're doing. If you're in banking, you might not want to go to the middle of bumfuck nowhere to do banking. But if you go to Charlotte, like Charlotte's really good to banking. Yeah. Like yeah. Just, I like the way you said that. Don't go to bumfuck nowhere. I don't want to go nowhere where y'all getting robbed by a nigga with a stagecoach. All right. Don't go nowhere. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> don't go nowhere to do banking oh. where, where the West was one. Okay. Like, oh, don't do they that still shit. doing stick ups? Like literally? <laughs> But I mean, like, yeah, Tuan, if you move to like North Carolina, like that would, I mean, because the, the difference is like, I know up there, you know, your the pay is more, but the cost of living is more. I mean, North Carolina pretty much, I mean, it's definitely cheaper than Atlanta. It's definitely you know, cheaper than Maryland. Charlotte is cheaper than Atlanta. Like, no, no, you, I saw North Carolina. North Carolina is, that was because my cousin down there, she was showing me stuff and I was like, hmm. It nice. is. I mean, I went to college in North Carolina, so yeah, like it's. And then I got cheap. I got family down in um, I ain't gonna probably ever move down there, but down in uh, was it Huntsville? Uh, goodbye. Mm-hmm. Anything with a ville? No, sir. Mm-mm. Like no. Mm-mm. No. No. Let's stop I that right there. No. I enjoy Huntsville. Yeah, I'm glad yeah, you sure. do. But Huntsville, Alabama. A lot of NASA jobs out there. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. They're trying to get the space. Sure. That's how bad it is. <laughs> Alabama, nigga, bye. I'm, I'm, I gotta be frank. I'm not going to Alabama. Period. I mean, I'm not. I'm just not going there for nothing. I'm good. Just like I don't got no interest to go to Mississippi. None. I don't have no interest to go to Missouri. I went to. Oh, I remember. I went to Mississippi once when I was younger. I went to Jackson. Mm -mm. Okay. Mm -mm. Nigga, I felt like I was walking through like uh like an old uh, civil rights movie. Mm Mm-mm. The only time I went to Mississippi was in college because my ex, because it's a it's a base down there in Biloxi, mm. and we I went down there because he was stationed there, and I was like, of course I'm gonna go see my little man. So I paid my little ticket from Greensboro to Biloxi, and I swear Biloxi has like one air one small airport that goes in and out, and it literally looks like a hut. Nah. Nope. I was like, wait, I'm flying. And I had to fly from Greensboro to Houston and then Houston to uh, the Gulfport Biloxi Airport, which, li- I mean, literally it's a hut. And, I mean, all it looked like was just like a little coastal town. You know, you go to the on the casino because they had the casino boat. But other than that, I was like, why am I here? <laughs> like, nah. nah. Why nah. am I here? Nah. There's, there's no, no, I have no inkling to be like, ooh, I want to go to I'm sorry, Big Crit. You could tell me as much about Meridian. Mm, I um, have no desire to go. Didn't that nigga rap on the whole second half of the album about not having been home in a minute? <laughs> Why are you saying sorry to him? He got money to go home and ain't going home. I'm too busy. Nigga, you ain't on tour no, right now. That nigga is in Austin. You in pictures with Killer Mike, nigga. Stop it. You could have went home. 
<clears throat> Don't act like you couldn't go home. Yo. Okay, so this week opened up with just fucked up shit, right? I was on in our group, somebody posted a picture of a nigga that created a Stevie Wonder Twitter account. No. Nope. And I was I'm done. No. Nope. I'm done. No. Nope. All, all, nope. all his tweets is random keyboard inputs. I can't. No. Nope. Why would you dedicate yourself to doing that? <laughs> no. Just, no. I, I'm glad I didn't do that. No. 140 wow. characters of nothing. <laughs> I'm so glad I didn't do that. I hate this, I hate this nigga, yo. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> Golly, too much fucking time. Niggas ain't shit, bruh. <laughs> wow. Oh my god. I can't. Wow. I can't, bruh. Can you do it? I can just picture this, and it's, it's too damn much. I so I, uh, I can just imagine. I can't do it. <laughs> my goodness. And then uh, that fucking Drew Hill Photoshop picture. So what? I didn't. I just saw one of the dudes from Playa join because Jazz is. That's always I going all solo. Play, I thought all the player joined. All of them. I, I mean, ain't but like. It's only like two three of them, right? Two or three. One died, so it's like so two. It's two. Yeah, cause they had cause Drew Hill. Like they had five members up there now. And I know Drew Hill. It used to be. Drew I think it used, it used to be four, and then they, then one dude left. Woody left, but then they added another dude when and because I think that was like their last album. I remember in college. And cause um I forgot his name. I could see him because he actually sang on one of the songs, but he I guess he was like an original, but then something happened and he didn't he didn't um start out with them, but he came back, something crazy. And then um I read that Jazz is the one that said he left, quote unquote, because he wanted to do do solo. I could do a solo album. But he done had 15 years to do a solo album. Why he doing it? Why he picking down? So- <laughs> why, why he picking down? I just said, sure, sure. Just sure. So, um, <laughs> but I didn't know, because like, I mean, player, like, I mean, literally it was three of them and then Static died and then that was pretty much it. Oh, so, God. Hey y'all, uh, y'all, I can't. This okay. We gotta talk about this picture. We, I'm sorry. This picture. I didn't see the picture. I didn't see the picture. You didn't see the picture? No, the I just picture, saw that. Uh, the picture leads to so, it's so many questions. It is so many cinema sins in this picture. I just can't. <laughs> like, uh, yo, what is going on? Hold on, put it in the chat. Jesus. First of all, the whole fifth nigga is fake. Like all of him is fake. It looks like they cut this nigga out of another magazine and put him in here. He looked like he ain't been fully assimilated yet. Like, what? Oh, he gained a bunch of weight. He looked like he ain't finished loading. Wait, it's like three of them. Wait, what? I'm, I'm, this wow. Photoshop is everything, y'all. I swear to God. Wow. This is the best. Is and they photoshopped the sneakers. This is the no, best. No, they, 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 they broke that nigga ankle, turned it <laughs> and then put it back on, and then try to be like, no, nah, we didn't. Do yeah, that. it was three. 
play used to be three of them. So I remember this light skinned nigga. Like, hey, oh my god, the questions of so many questions, bro. Like, oh my god. Can we start with yeah, the first my, nigga? My, can we? Can we start with the first nigga and why this nigga got a Walmart T-shirt on when everybody else got a real T-shirt on? He does. Why? Why did he? I'm just mad. He <laughs> he uh, cut the size of it so it can air out some more. It must have was snug. He really. Mm-mm. Mm. Why his sleeves are like they got caught in the fence? <laughs> I can't do this. Now the second nigga, why is his belly button so high, dog? Like his chain and his belly button touching. <laughs> <laughs> fucking no, no. Let's talk about his <laughs> aluminum foil sneakers. Yo, you see them shits right here? Oh, them shits about to power up. That's the fuck I don't understand. Them shits look like the Nike Combatants. I can't do this shit, bro. Why does Nokia have door stoppers on his on his shoes? Who is the preacher? Why? Who invited the preacher? Who who invited uh Kirk Franklin's? Who is this nigga? Oh, I, why does Nokia have those door stoppers on his shoes? Is 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 uh is your boy? Is what's his name Fallen? Is is the what? leader? Is the leader Fallen? It was. Let's go. Yeah, what's he doing? Yeah, did they did they did they crop out half his head? Nigga, yes they did. <laughs> oh, is it like oh, is it like just the sh- the lighting and he and the way he's turned? The no, no, turned. no, no, no. That look like a, that look they, like a sharp line. They did something to his hand because it's the same finger twice. Uh, oh, yo, <laughs> yo, it's the same. Hand, it, it looked like a damn uh T Rex claw. Bro, it is the same finger twice. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga looked like the end of arrival. He looked like when old boy and uh he looked like old boy and Total Recall took his gloves off after saying he had five kids to feed and that nigga was an alien. Oh my god. Like oh, so th- this 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 tells me right now that when they announced this, they did not have all these niggas together. Nobody was ready. They didn't. Absolutely not. This was not no photo shoot or not. They did nothing. Cause yeah. like, when, I, when I first watched it, I just looked at the sneakers. I didn't look at all the rest of the pics. It's so and many you can problems. tell like they put people. They took. They found pictures of them. They might have had two or three of them there. Cisco ass won't there. Hell no. The four of them might have been there, but Cisco won't there. Oh my god! Mm. I just love got a damn. They, got a, they inserted oh, Cisco. With the that's Game of Thrones, that nigga got the night the uh, the Night King face <laughs> on his damn belt. But look, that's uh, the only reason why like Cisco is covering up that other nigga. Because if you're doing a photo, sh- if you're doing a, a if you're a professional photographer, you're doing a photo shoot, you're not gonna have niggas covering each other up. No, Pretty the fuck out. No. Like, it, hey man, take two steps to the left real quick. It looked like I mean, somebody took a picture everything, of all of them. I mean, in. even Cisco's shoes look photoshopped on him. Like, like, like so Cisco won't dare. The, this, other, the other ones might have been. This, somebody said this nigga looked like his shoes. His shoes got the little uh little plastic knob on them that ink cartridges have. <laughs> we gotta break that shit. Yeah, off that's Nokia. That's why I said this look like a that look like a doorknob. So the three in the middle is that there Drew Hill, and then the two on the end is player. Well, the one on the end is Drew is Drew on Hill. Cause that nigga's not there. But you could tell because he got player on his forearm, and I remember he was the light skinned one out of the three. I still want to know what were you wearing? (laughs) Did they took that shit off? (laughs) Nigga, they photoshopped his face. His face is photoshopped on. Come on, bro. Like, 
Nokia used to be so, oh my God. You know, that's Angie Martinez's baby daddy, the one with the doorknob knocking on his shoe. Yeah, I, I know y'all. I know y'all ain't been out for a while. I know y'all right. got some new members, people done left, you know. Ain't nobody hopping to tell me no more. I understand. But These ain't new members. These they just old. They all y'all. <laughs> you, got enough, you got enough. You got enough money and enough backing to get you a decent Photoshop person if you're gonna do this. I just can't. Or tell. just you know what? Don't have a picture. Just announce that shit on Twitter. Just yeah, put no out an announcement with words. They didn't and then have later to get they got to do a Photoshop or something like this is. They didn't have to release any of this, and they could have pulled that man's belly button down. Like, they didn't have to do any of this. The, the fact, like, this is so, like, the more I look at it, the more stuff I see wrong. <laughs> Telling you, bro, it's the cinema sins of photos. It is just... God. Yeah, so, yeah, they 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 photoshopped the hell out of Cisco. I don't even know what Cisco look like that. I, I, uh, uh, I, mean, I ain't seen Cisco in years. I don't know that... I know he's this not that tall, so they all know. must be short. No, Cisco looked like that. I saw him um, like a, a couple of months ago. He was on House Hunters. He, um, I he mean, he's not House Hunters. Hunters. He was on um, um, Celebrity Wife Swap. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, he was. In, he was actually doing a concert with not with the player folks, but the other two, the other two uh, members in jazz. He was on there. I mean, he still, you know. He still sound the same. He still yelling shit, so that ain't never changing. Mm. Yeah! Wow. Ma'am. No. No. Ma'am. Oh, oh. Ma'am. Oh, I'm about to play Cisco uh, no. solo album when I get one uh, tomorrow morning. It's, the album feels good. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. Wow, so, player. That's going to be interesting. These niggas ain't think since the 90s. Why is it going to be interesting? That's going to be interesting. It is, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. To you. To me, I I definitely want to hear how this going to sound. No. It's about to be hilarious. Uh-uh. Turn it off. This is going to be Turn funny. it off, please. Turn it off. Like grandma used to say. What um did you have to tell me about the dog? You said something about Luke. Oh, I asked you about Luke in a second. I wanted to talk about Miguel. Oh, what did he do? He didn't do nothing. It's what the crew did to him that ain't famous no more. Oh yeah, hilarious! I saw that. Mm-hmm. I didn't know about this at all. Miguel is overconfident. Yeah, he's a great vocalist, but what the hell is he doing? Yeah, he has a beautiful voice, but I'm not impressed. What the fuck kind of co- man? I mean, like LeBron is just overconfident. Yeah, he be leading teams to championships and battling other teams by himself. Yeah, he tall as fuck and be getting triple, quadruple, double smashing on the boys, but I'm not impressed. I don't. What, like, what kind of comment is that? He can sing. And he be she insulted him by saying he's a great singer and has a beautiful voice. Right, that was the insult. That was, it was that all was, praise. That was her insult.
too many runs. It just ain't feel right. <laughs> That's what I said. Can I ask a question? Yeah. Did they want you to do all those runs? Runs are basically when you come and you're ad-libbing on the song and you're basically running your voice and showing your range. So he was doing that, kind of going a little bit overboard. Do you know the verse? You want to play it? Yeah, let's go. Come whisper in my ear, tell me what your desires. Girl, I feel like you're the one that I could spend forever with. I'm sorry, I don't hear the problem. Like, I hear a nigga that can sing. I'm not understanding why they hate the this nigga. I, I hear, yeah, like, no. <laughs> You you can have and you can have a good singer who does too many runs, right? True. That could be a legit. That could be a legit criticism. Oh, that is absolutely but you, agree. But you but you know what I can do? Hey man, you can sing your ass off. Don't run as much. Join <laughs> yeah. the group. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I can I can we can click in and be like, hey man, we don't need all that runs. I wish you how you sang it straightforward on this one. But if you got so you got a singing group and you got somebody who can sing. Right, that's the producer's, like, that is the producer's job to be like, no. Because I remember even Puffy used to tell Faith, like, you're going to have to chill with that shit. Like, you're doing too many damn runs. Like, she, you get it together because you understand what the what the song structure is supposed to be. And then especially if, if it's a song that was no, pre-written no. by somebody, they usually have a vocal track, like, yeah, you know, like kind of like a skeleton of how they want the, the song to sound like. So, yeah, that is definitely coachable. But just to say, oh, he do too many runs, I can't fuck with you. Like, what? I, I kind of felt like they felt... That was hate. They were going... Like, you know when you got a, you got a group, right? And then you try to audition somebody and somebody fucking great comes in, you're like, nah, you can't be in this group. Fucking fatty. Because you're going you, you to get... Because you're going to get... Like, they know he's at a level that's probably not close to theirs. Right, I want to be I like, mean, what the his, fuck his, level like? Is a, his, his level is above theirs, and, and they're just like, nah, you're going to overshadow us or not. That's what I'm, I'm hearing. Glad, I hope Miguel getting a hearty fucking chuckle. I mean, <laughs> um, and today, if you were to look up Miguel, you would notice that he has <laughs> a Grammy, has sung at, at the Oscars. Like, this nigga had the lead song in Disney's Coco. I don't what he writes for everybody Bro. you know what i'm saying like oh, you got great albums like yeah. i mean all your albums are good yeah i got some songs by miguel i truly don't like but it's never been he can't sing that's never come out i mean yeah like, I, i'm not really for that song i don't really feel that song but it's never been a thing of miguel can't sing like you know when you first hear him that he can sing and, and he, he plays instruments. He, I've seen him in his own concert. His concert is kick ass. Like, like he gonna give you a fucking show. Hey, for it, like go on. go listen to Miguel and go back and listen to Jeremiah. Daddy, <laughs> why you had to bring that nigga up? Because Miguel, why you had to tiger that nigga? <laughs> Miguel's name could have been Miguel, <laughs> but it's but it's not. It's gotta end it. So he has a story now. Fucking fatty cool. What the heck? What are y'all niggas doing? <laughs> Scanning groceries. What are y'all doing? He the nigga, the name of the group was Fatty Cool. Oh fatty, yes. Fatty <laughs> Cool. F-A-T-T-Y-K-O-O. What yes, does fatty that cool. even mean? 
came out and everything. No. One album, and that was fucking it. Like, I th- what was the album called? I think it was like the House um, of Fatty Coon. Hold up, ridiculous. Hold up. Hold up. How you spell it again? Come on, look on Spotify. It's F A T T Y and it's K O O. Oh yeah, man, I remember this shit. Hey, why does this nigga like, look? Why does nigga look like Wood I Harris? I remember Miguel, but yes, Fatty Coo. Hey, is this Wood Harris in the group? This nigga in the white the brown nigga is that Wood Harris? Wait, I'm about to look up the uh, album because I forgot who they even look like. Joy you bring to me whispers like a summer breeze. To put my mind at ease when I look into your eyes, I envision you and me. On- it's five motherfuckers in this group. It's seven. Seven? Goddamn. <laughs> Don't do that. What? <laughs> it's at least six niggas on this cover, okay? Okay, so the five original members of the musical at the Fatty Coup. Met in Columbus. <laughs> there are wow. six niggas on this Fatty Coup house. Eddie and B, Gabrielle. More, uh, Maria, Ron, and Valor were in the cities. Oh Pretty Sam blowing up Fatty Coo. We're gonna move you guys to New York. Yes! Oh my god! Ah! I'm planning on leaving all my singing problems behind. In case Eddie can't cut it, you gotta bring in a new member. Bounce, 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 bounce. We're sending him to the house tomorrow. Fatty Coo! Oh, one of them bitches is salty because they found one of the the fatty former fatty coup members, Valore, V A L U R E. So has spoken out about the clip and uh, prompted by the people who decided it was important to troll her on IG and tell her exactly how wrong she was about Miguel. And then she gonna say. I never said Miguel can't sing, adding that she did say some of his notes were flat. I stand by what I said. You stand And then she home. also got to say, she also said, um, just because Miguel is rich doesn't mean he's happy. Nigga, fuck out of here. That nigga look that real is, happy to that me. That is pure sea, Mediterranean sea salt. Like, bitch, you salty as fuck. I want you and to find the frown on his face at the Oscars this year singing that Coco song. All right. <laughs> Let me know when this you see this. You him everywhere. Everywhere you hear him. This you nigga is in multiple. Sunday, you heard him. The first song, who did you hear? Miguel. This what? nigga is acting. This nigga is singing background for Disney. This nigga <laughs> is about to do a Latin album because he bilingual. Like, yeah. bruh. Where do you hear the sadness in Miguel's heart at any of these <laughs> moments right here? <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. What the hell is he doing? Yeah, he has a beautiful voice, but I'm not impressed. I mean, like she said, she didn't ever say he couldn't sing. She also didn't ever comb her head, so I'm, she just she just said that nigga could sing in the in the meanest way ever. That's all. Like, damn, dude, your voice is angelic as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he was not legit. She is laughing during this shit. Like all them positive comments she made, she is actually laughing while this nigga music is playing. I, I, doing too many I, runs. It just ain't feel right. That's pretty much it. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Did they want you to do all those runs? 
runs are basically when you come and you're ad-libbing on the song and you're basically running your voice and showing your range. So he was doing that, kind of going a little bit overboard. Do you know the verse? Yeah, let's go. You want Hell yeah. I heard Valora saying, show me what you got then, you know? So he got that it took, okay, I'll show you what I got. Come whisper in my ear, tell me what your desires. Girl, I feel like you're the one. That I could spend forever with. No, no. When you say come whisper in my ear, you gotta say it like you want them to like that's, whisper. That's what I was like, that's how I felt. I was like Immediately their egos clashed. Like that's how I And I'm like, oh man, this is funny, man. It's like a freaking male velour. Because I'm not saying that just to be like, I think you're the one. Like if I'm saying it to somebody, I'm gonna be like, yo, you the one. You know what I'm saying? So that's how I did it. Valora Miguel was going at it immediately. My wildest dreams. That's my part. Oh, that's your part? I didn't know that. And the kids start singing Valor's parts. So she's just looking at him with that Lord, face like, wow. That's where the hate The whole from. time. I'd rather really you hear my records. Yeah, it was so not going to take like her spot. Where did everybody go? <laughs> His confidence was too big for everybody else to fit in the same room with Miguel at the same time. Ultimately, Valor is the strongest singer in the group. She likes it that way. Miguel's very charismatic, first of all. And she felt like he was like trying to show her up and she wasn't feeling that. Him being humble is what's gonna either make him or break him. She gotta go. She, I'm sorry, she tainted. Like she she crabby right here. No, but that shit that shit is so real though, because sometimes people like <clears throat> we looking for an extra member. And what they're looking for is somebody who can sing, but not somebody who can sing that well. Mm -hmm. We 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 got our established who's the lead singer. Who's all this stuff? We we got all of that established. The people that's already in the group have fit into their roles and they're fine with it. So we just need somebody else for that one extra role. Miguel's singing ass came in there and it was no, I'm going to be in the back. My singing ass is going to be in the front just because I can fucking sing. And she was like, nah, that ain't about to happen. Well, now she's at home looking at her fatty coup plat. And, uh... <laughs> like, that like I feel like that shit happens so much in the music business though when it comes to groups and shit. <laughs> she, she was hating on this nigga when he came in the house. Look at this pretty humble nigga singing like an angel and shit on key, doing all them runs and not running out of breath, doing all them runs ain't even breaking a sweat. With that golden voice, just I'm just so just so disgusted. Look at that. I bet he shit diamonds and ruby pearls. Look at this nigga. Uh, that shit is funny though. People who sing, you know a lead singer's voice when you hear it. <laughs> and you be like, oh, that's not, that's not a background nigga at all. You know she hates. <laughs> you know she get angry every time she hear this nigga voice or name at you. You know, you know it. You can feel it. Because she, she swore she was the shit. And everybody mm -hmm. was hyping her up during this episode. Oh, she the strongest singer in the house. She did this, she did that. Mm -hmm. Miguel, but see that confidence and though. Miguel won't worry about her voice at all. He came up in the house. He was like, listen, I sing for a living. Okay. And, like, and we got to remember, like, Miguel, like, snuck up on people. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Miguel put out, I think he, he would have, with All I Want Is You with J. Cole. Mm -hmm. And that got a lot of play because people knew who J. Cole was. Didn't really know who. I mean, when I first heard the song, I thought it was just J. Cole's song and somebody else was on it. And then yeah. that album got stepped on a little bit, but he he got buzz. He made some other songs anywhere else. That second album is what did it. Dreams, like 
That was it. He was he he was like, I'm arrived. That's it. Yeah, that second album did it. That's when yeah, he, that did when they got yeah, him out of that hole. Cause 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 they kind of they did to him the same it, thing. Adorn. That was a single. Yeah, no, yeah. it was on the second album. Yeah, like they, his first Adorn. album had like singles. Like you know, all I want with you was good. Like sure thing probably mm-hmm. was the biggest song out of the whole album, which is a that's probably one of my favorite songs by him. But yeah, the second album was the album, and that was more authentic. Miguel was Kaleidoscope Dream. Well, they did they the industry did him the way they because um El Varner came in. Around the same time that he did, like started to blow, and they did the same shit to her that they did to him. They put them in, they gave them fucking studio albums. They didn't actually let mm-hmm. them flourish as the artists that they are and add their own personality and identity to that shit. So yeah, with Miguel, you got two good singles, but you got an album that really just did not connect the way that the labels wanted wanted it to. And then when he started to lead into that doing shit, if you remember. He was doing that whole releasing one song or one small short EP. Oh um, yeah, because he did Pussy Is Mine. Mm-hmm. Oh, that that's probably my favorite album out of all of them. But yeah, and that's like, what Pussy did Pussy Is Mine and all that stuff. Yeah, because he dropped a door on the internet, and that was pretty much it. Like mm-hmm. Twitter and the forums and stuff, they ate them songs up. So when Kaleidoscope Dreams came out, and it was like, yo, this album actually fucking goes, and this nigga is rapping about like sensual fucking. Even oh. though he got that rapey song on there. Yeah, that but... drink. How many drinks? Yeah. Yeah. Not, no, it ain't rapey. That's a rape song, right? Like. <laughs> yeah. Because at first I was like, this is the bop. Wait. Hold on. Like, when Miguel came out, though, it, it re- I mean, for me, it reminded me of that uh, that sexual feeling that, that uh, late Marvin Gaye had when he put out mm-hmm. shit. You know what I mean? It was just, it was... It was sexual, but it wasn't like nasty or really overt. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't even like he was hiding stuff because he was just saying it straight up. Like, but he could say the pussy is mine and it didn't sound vulgar when he said that shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, right. And this was in like what 2012 when I don't think they, they won't really dudes won't popping like that in R&B. No, because and you know Miguel, like I said, one of those ones who he you know he produces, he writes, you know he does a whole lot of stuff that, you know, a lot of, especially at that time, you know, a lot of R&B people were not doing, and he's doing, like, straight-up R&B soul, funk, like, you know, that good mashup, and just, you know, making really, really good music. Yeah, you weren't, you wasn't really hearing that, and just being kind of, you know, free about stuff, whereas, you know, it wasn't like the cookie-cutter R&B group or the cookie-cutter, like, the Jeremiah you know, or like the Trey yeah. songs. You know, at that point, Trey songs was like, and Chris Brown was like the R and B niggas. You know, they singing them little hood love songs and shit. Mm-hmm. But you know, they're corny and they're catchy and they're catchy for the club. But you know, they didn't have any like substance to it. Nah. But you know, Miguel was probably like the you know complete opposite of that. And it was a sound you really just did not hear. Yep. Game is real, so Miguel's here to stay. He ain't that nigga ain't going nowhere. Acting, mm-hmm. singing, writing, Grammying, laughing at Fatty Cooin. <laughs> Dripped <laughs> so, up and draped out, unbothered. That's how, right. That's how it's supposed to be. So we got uh I think we got two topics left. And then we can roll. We went through a whole lot of shit tonight. So um and I if hope it's, my song is one of these topics. What song? Yeah, it is. It is. 
Um, this shouldn't be that long. Robert Glasper ain't saying shit that niggas ain't been saying for the last 18 years. So, oh my gosh. At all. At all. That's it. I mean, and I think we've talked about it because at some point it's been the same foolishness of Lauren Hill and her shenanigans. I mean, I still to this day do not understand. Like, I saw Tyler Creator having a festival and, and she's like one of the lineups. Why? So she can show up. Shoot, so she can show up like two hours late, and have people upset. This girl I work with was t- told me I'm going to the Lauren Hill concert, and I said why, and she said, "Oh, I want some tickets." I was like, "Oh, okay." Oh, okay, right, <laughs> like, bitch, you better not be paying for no Lauren Hill. Like, I mean. It- I, it's yeah, she's been doing this for the longest. Like I even I was kind of reading there was a thread on Lipstick Alley and it was people like defending her. And I was like, You're defending how can you be a fan of somebody that just literally disrespects you like, as a quote unquote fan? Like, this bitch don't care about you and your time and your and money. That's the great thing. If she was out here and she only had the one album, but she was out here torn and she was giving y'all everything. You know what I mean? Then I can sit there and be like, all right, I can understand why you you sit there as a fan because she's she give you a great show and everything like that. But she's being disrespectful to y'all as fans, and she's been doing this for at at least we talking what 10, 15 years? She's been doing it since like uh, when, when somebody put out somebody put out an article was like, I'm gonna need y'all to stop believing in Lauren Hill. I was like, Are you doing this for the younger generation? Like because the generation that actually knows Lauren Hill and was there when she came out fully knows that she don't ever come to shows. But they still buy, Tuan, they still buy tickets. Like, if you look in our group, if you look in our group when she goes on tour, honestly, people like, say, I'm going to buy a she ticket. Had, she ain't got to do better. She knows that. She knows, Lauren Hill knows I don't have to do any better. Mm-hmm. Y'all going to buy my tickets anyway. I just don't understand yeah. why anybody would want to be associated with her at all and after what robert glasper said in this fucking interview and i believe that shit i believe all of that shit because she act like a whole ass and a half hole of a diva dog because why would he lie what does he what why would he what does he have now remember he's talking about a show that happened in 2005. Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like an an old show she was doing this in 2005 it's 2018. she's craziest since then the degree of crazy has risen it really has. It has risen as much because you know here she is. She could. She's she's a full fledged scammer. Is what she is. She's scamming her way in life, and you know, no, and nobody's nobody's checking her. No, a bunch of people. Shows. A, like, the people is, that not checking her is the motherfuckers telling you to go to their concerts. Like Nas did a concert with her, and that was the last time we heard from Nas doing anything. Like, what happened? Nas took, a, Nas took a whole ass break after that. Why niggas still buy tickets to her shows? I will never understand, but they're like... Well, why are they booking her? And that's another thing. Why are you still booking her? Because people still like, buy tickets. She still sell tickets like, the right people going to book her because she's selling tickets. She might not come. <laughs> the question ain't for the promoters and the bookers. The question is for the niggas buying the fucking tickets that they done booked. I don't understand why the fuck you would subject yourself to a Lauryn Hill concert. Like, are you just a diehard victim? I don't understand that shit. I'm I'm sorry, and I'm not giving her my money. It'd be different. I could I could kind of maybe understand taking a chance if her concert was five and ten dollars. 
You'd be like, okay, I can't go to Starbucks tomorrow because I wasted time, energy, and money on Lauren Hill last night, but fuck it. No, nigga, her tickets be like $65. You be like $70 fucking dollars to go to a Lauren Hill show and stand for three hours waiting for this bougie broad to show up, not perform, and then fucking leave and take your money with her and your dignity and your hope and your dreams. But, your but you know faith. why I also say the promoters too? Because promoters gonna have to be, they have to do refunds. Like it's a lot of places, especially in Atlanta where they got refunds, like they had to get give the, all of that money back. So it's like, why would you even take that risk to even try to book her? That's it's just, I mean, it's both ways. Like I would just stay clear from her fan or, or promoter. I wouldn't deal with her period. I'm sure she was an ass to even, even try to negotiate with. But it's niggas co-signing her that's other artists. That's what pisses me off, right? Like that's what pisses me off the most. The, the fans, people are just stupid. When it comes to fans, fans do stupid shit all the time. If they want to waste their fucking money on Lauren Hill, fine. When Dave Chappelle or anybody else gets up and co-signs her though, that's what pisses me the fuck off. When she goes on radio shows and does and does interviews and people don't bring up the shit that she's been doing for the last 20 years and they act like that she is all completely there and that she is still a living fucking legend and all this bullshit that she has not fucking earned and has completely tainted through her own actions and yeah. her own selfishness, that's what pisses me off. Cause y'all actually are on a level where y'all can stare, y'all on the same level or above than her. Y'all can look her dead in her fucking face and be like, you need to do better and stop being an asshole. And none of mm -hmm. them do that. They'd be like, oh, we bring her on tour. Fucking Flognog, the festival out in Cali for uh, Tyler, um, Tyler the Creator and them, got her booked. She is yeah, that's what fucking I just said. Shit. I was like, like I, don't, I don't understand that. That's crazy to me. Why? And I understand Absolutely that they don't, crazy. I understand that they don't book. Like they have an agent who makes these decisions. Why the fuck aren't y'all? I, I, I'm hoping that they was like, "Hey, y'all ass got to show up though," or, it, or it, at the least, put some type of clause in the fucking contracts with her. Yeah, I don't. Cause I don't that understand. shit she did with the roots. Like I said, when she did that shit at one music fest, I was damn appalled because that was my first time dealing with her. Like you got everybody else on time, or maybe at the most, maybe five minutes everybody on time the fucking roots that have been doing shows and shit way longer than you on a consistent basis on time ended on time great a good like a phenomenal show and you're the closer which i did not understand anyway like the roots should have been the closer not your ass. She's gonna be the latest. but here you go then you're on stage like you get on stage it's not like even it's to the point where you know, it's like, well, where is she? Oh, she's right there on stage. Like, she is, like, doing, like, test run. She's bitching at everybody. Like, her, the band people, like, they're doing, like, you know, practice. And it's like, bitch, you had all day to do that. What, what are you doing this now? On your time that you're supposed to be performing. And then you wait till 1030, knowing that 11 o'clock, you're in the outside venue. They're going to shut this shit down. Like, Mike will be cut off. Atlanta does not play. I've seen them do it to a bunch of people. Dead prayers, cut it off. They did it to Jill Scott one year. They did it to fucking Erica Badu. They will cut your mic off real fast. And you start 1030, now you decide to damn start. And you were supposed to start literally like at 950. And then people walking out because, again, because of your selfishness, you know, and, and because you decided when you were doing, you know, your first album, you were like, oh, I take all the credit for everything. I did I did write, produce, sing, play the guitar, 
did the fucking you clearly whatever. Like you did all of that and then you got sued. So now you can't even play your songs in the original form. You gotta play it altered and all that spit up chipmunk shit. And nobody don't wanna hear that either. No. We don't. I I just do don't not. under I just don't get it. Like she's been touring she's been touring for decades. But in that time you ain't never put out no new music. She ain't got none. To. Plus, she's selfish. Yeah. She I, mean, a whole like, half I, I don't crazy. think you can do that new music no more. And it's weird, you know. Now like, that I, I think I, about like, it, you you might not have that. Like, it might have got to the point where people don't want to work with you, mm-hmm. and now you now you really do have to produce some shit on your own, write some shit on your own. It's weird because I'm thinking about it now that she actually remember she had an unplugged album. She don't even do songs from the unplugged because that's also bad. But it's not bad. I mean, it's struggle, but it's I mean, it's her songs that she I, can even sing or she can even you know make. You could probably even make it more fresher because quote unquote you're on concert, you have a whole band. You know, at the unplugged, it was you and that struggle guitar, but. You got a whole band now. Like you could refresh those those songs, but she don't even do those songs. So it make me question, like, damn, like Look, if you do those two, you gonna get sued. Lauren Hill, because I remember I had I had this conversation before. Lauren Hill has fans who believe that she can absolutely do no wrong, and everything that she does is masterfully purposeful, and it's bullshit. I'm sorry. It is the you know it, it is the emperor's clothes type control over certain people i don't understand it i remember when i had a conversation about unplugged with somebody and i was like listen the songs that she actually got up there the writing form the even the melodies that she planned for it's good she's terrible she's bad it's not the songs that are bad she's bad it ain't the guitar's fault it ain't plucking its own strings she's bad she showed the fuck up a whole half and a half asshole she decided i ain't gonna clear my throat because I want to sound raw. I ain't going to play the notes right. Because I want y'all to hear what practicing sound like. And <laughs> did a fucking show. And people defended that bullshit. Oh, that's raw and uncut. No motherfucker. Don't nobody want to hear raw and fucking uncut. Okay. Nobody nobody idolizes your voice. Nobody listens to you play. Nobody worships your music. Because you sound like shit. That is not why the fuck we hear. I understand that there are people who have raw voices. Lauren Hill does not have a raw voice. Lauren Hill has a strong vocalist, soulful voice. That's what the fuck we admire about her. Okay, ain't nobody want to listen. Don't nobody want to listen to her struggle through Zion. The fuck out of here, bro. So for her to show up for a live show and sound like that, if I was in the front row, I would have threw something at her. Talking about, I ain't going to drink no tea because, you know, this whole thing of having the perfect voice. And you know what? Who the fuck are you? You you charge people to come see you play. And then you show up, you know, half done, half done up for the show. You want us to pay full price, but you show up half price? Nah, man, go fuck yourself. You're supposed to take pride in the gift that God gave you. Not be upset that people expect you to use the gift God gave you to get rich, the same gift that got your ass rich. That's what pissed me off. Now that you got money, oh, it's fuck y'all ears. I'm going to sing how I want to sing. Ain't no lies being told about the fact that Lauryn Hill stole that fucking music, that Lauryn Hill did not pay people, that Lauryn Hill did not write that whole album. No lies being told because mm-hmm. if it was li- if it was lies, she would have been able to do it again. Not necessarily the miseducation, but nigga, 
anything. She ain't done shit since that fucking album. Nope. And that's because she burned bridges with the label. She burned bridges with friends. She burned bridges with engineers and shit. Nobody wanted to fuck with her after that. Something happened and everybody was like, we out. Because if I remember the correct, if I remember correctly, the label even gave her like a million dollar studio after that so she could do something at home. Mm. And she didn't she do shit. Did shit. She didn't do shit. And niggas still she- ride for her. I, what I won't do, and we've talked about this before, but what I won't do is debate a motherfucker on who's a better R&B artist. Erica Badu or Lauren Hill. You can go fuck yourself if you say Lauren Who Hill. Who is even having this con- that Yo, conversation? It's, I've seen that debate on Twitter. I've seen it in forums. Niggas legit will tell you Lauren Hill because of miseducation. Nigga, bye. Y'all got to get all the way One damn album and, and Erica got all them classics. Please. Gotta, please. Like I, I always try to figure out. There are so many artists who have put out multiple albums that are good that still don't have that level of devotion and just almost religious fervor as she gets over one album. I'm like, even if this was one album and it was the greatest album ever, it still doesn't like nothing. Like I only album I can think about that. I feel like that for would be like, like D'Angelo's voodoo. It just has a personal, it's a great album it has a personal place in my heart. Like, like I go back and I can every track I can remember something that was personally going on when I when it went out and stuff like that. But if that nigga had did that, everything that she did, like it would be hard for me to even listen to the album now because I'm like, all that shit is disrespectful. But Twan. Like I, I can't I can't I can't cut that out of of like if you're my favorite artist and I have that emotional connection to you, I can't cut that out that you are now doing all this stuff that's disrespectful. This stuff, like, oh, you're doing something that's disrespectful to your fan. It's one thing to be fuck the industry and do all that other stuff, but you still go out there and provide for the people who love you. Like, she's like, I'm, I don't care about you all, and it makes them go back, be like, but we still love you, and we, and we're still fighting for you. For what? There are so many other artists that does what she does and does it better. Like, like, have you, did you all just stop listening to music after the turn of the millennium? No, they like, did. Like, that's like, bro, that's a real thing. Okay. Like the way we listen to music is actually different from most, the way most people listen to music and most people are legit yeah. casual listeners. They are. And they mm-hmm. stop listening to new music. I think once they get into like their mid twenties, they kind of just like their brain cannot absorb brand new sounds and tunes. So it's legit motherfuckers that we went to high school with that are our age now, same as they was when we was in high school. But the the furthest up, the 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 newest R&B they listening to is like Escape's last album. That's some real shit. Like they they've never they might have heard Beyonce's first album and they don't listen to nothing after that. They know singles. Like, don't let these niggas fool you, bro. That people be claiming they they love music and they music heads. That shit is not true. They don't go looking for new music. So to them, Miss Education was the last great R&B rap album from a female artist. Mm-hmm. I agree. They ain't listening. Like, to and a lot else. of them have a type. Like, you know, that's why you have like, you know, unfortunately, some singers that are like great singers, but they their their music sounds like a little dated. 
it's, it's because like it is a group of people and a lot of those people that we know that that's the sound that they like you know that like just like you said they they won't go looking for new sounds they won't go looking for new artists you know because that is just that just doesn't make sense to them like all they know is this 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 type of r&b like one type of r&b even though like the expansion of r&b you know can give you just such great artists you know you got you know electronic r&b you have you know even like the emo stuff you have like the true soul singers you have just so many different facets of r&b music and i mean music in general is fluid so you know it should never be just one particular type of sound but some people that's all they want to listen to yeah. So yeah, you'll hear those ones that like the Layla Hathaways because you know unfortunately she has a beautiful voice, but all her albums sound the same for a reason. You know mm-hmm. the Fantasias and you know that type of stuff because if you listen to it, it sounds a lot like you know late you know late nineties, early two thousand R and B. Like that's all they're gonna want to hear. It's the same shit with rap. Same niggas yep. out here telling you exactly. that ain't no ain't no dope new artist that that you'll be like, well, what about Kendrick Lamar? And they'll be like, he's cool, but you know what I'm saying? He aight, he ain't all that. And it's like, what? But you know that Joe Budden or Bruh. you know that Locks came out. I I know a nigga right now, and he from he from Virginia. Like he, that's all he listens to. That he listens to the Meek Mills. The you know he like he likes the. Sh- Sean Price's, but then you know he'll say he'll listen to Joe Budden. He'll say Kendrick is is corny, you know. But the locks got this shit, this new shit out. It's like what? <laughs> because it's the same thing. They don't ever have to grow up. Like they Toys R Us mm-hmm. kids when it comes to their fucking music choices. And it, it, I, I for a while I was so confused by it, and I'm not now because it just runs right along with my other theory that certain people cannot develop new brain cells after a particular age. They are stuck at that age for the rest of their life. That, that is where they peaked. And it correlates right along with films, music, clothing. It's still niggas walking around here in Kango hats and hoop earrings talking about data flyers. It just, it, that's just where it stops. It's niggas mm-hmm. that still want to hear about crack in their music. That it, it, it's it's it is phenomenal how stuck in an era people can get. Mm-hmm. So they really can. Like I'm not surprised by it. It's 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 the reason why certain black movies will always be made and sent to the box office. Yep. Just you know yep. you got you know it's niggas going to see it. You are not gonna have a Tyler Perry film that does not represent that does not represent or reference some stereotypical black issue that can be solved by the church. It don't matter what he do as long as that is in his films, the same people will go. Mm-hmm. Don't matter how many times he do it either. That nigga can make nineteen films about the same thing and it will go. R. Kelly is still putting out music about fucking and everybody that listen know he fuck kids and they still listening. They are listening to a nigga sing about fucking knowing that he be fucking kids. Mm-hmm. And they cannot not listen to it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Whenever they see Lauren Hill going on tour, they don't see 2018 Lauren Hill. They see 1998 Lauren. 
Don't matter how much clown makeup she got on. They see 1998 Lauren Hill. They still watching Sister Act 2. And they swear Fuji's score is good. Even though that shit got like four or five good songs on it. And the rest of it's trash. <laughs> that, that's just where they stuck at, bro. Yeah, they're going to be stuck. So, yeah, those are the same ones that's going to forever, you know, think miseducation of Lauren Hill is just that timeless that Lauren Hill can do no wrong. Quite sad, but that's how they live. I also don't agree with niggas that treat other niggas like shit. In an industry that already is treating all niggas like shit. Robert Glassford talking about the way that she deals with her musicians and that whole cutting they pay in half the day of the concert or the day before. That I believe fuckery, it. You, you, go to hell. I believe it. The way she was talking, I mean, when I saw her on stage... Before you know, and she was doing those like they're doing their little set runs and all that stuff, and she was talking cash money to them. You did not have to hear them on the mic, but you could see them on the big screen, and you could see her how she's acting, her hand movements, like her body language, and then them just looking because they probably they're so used to it as well, like talking cash money to them, like dog shit. So I believe she do some foul stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Totally believe that shit. Totally. Disgusting. Um, I was say disgusting. There was this article. This this should be a quick one. There was this article about, I think it was Clark. Yeah, Clark Atlanta University not being able mm-hmm. to get 150 students housing who were waiting, who were on their waiting list. What? All right. So um, about 100, my- about 150 students are waiting for answers about their housing at Clark Atlanta University. Many of them told us they had already paid in full and were supposed to be in a dorm Monday night. Ricky Clouds received photos and videos from students of crowded lines at the student center where they were waiting to find out where they will stay. Some have been waiting since 5 a.m. to move in. Parent Erica Eddins left the student center livid. She said her daughter paid for housing last school year but was not assigned a dorm this year. School starts Wednesday. Quote, I'm very upset. This is ridiculous. I dropped her off at 7 this morning to school to take care of this. We're told since late last week, hundreds of students and parents have waited at the school, demanding answers on housing they thought was guaranteed. No resolution. Nobody's telling us anything. I don't know what to do. Clark Atlanta University statement emailed on Monday night said students were told starting in May about the housing process and timelines. They imply some did not follow the rules, it says. We have housing for all freshmen and sophomores who are financially enrolled, but Eddins and two sophomores question that. They can pull it up and show you that they're financially enrolled in the school and they still don't have housing. Those who have not completed the financial, in the the letter, Clark Atlanta U statement goes on to say, Those who have not completed the financial enrollment process are being offered temporary housing while they complete the process. That's a hotel. Right. Local students told us they'll stay with their parents, but their out-of-state peers have no place to go. They're saying that there's no housing available and that everyone will have a resort off-campus housing, have to to resort to off-campus housing, which is a problem. Incoming student uh, Alana Lloyd from Detroit told Tom Regan of Channel 2, she has been assigned a dorm suite with her friends. 
a few days ago, Lloyd said Clark Atlanta told her there was no longer room and that she would have to rent an apartment. The first thing I did was cry. Lloyd's mother, Michelle Lloyd, says it's unacceptable and the disorganization is a nightmare for her and her daughter. They have her, they have her, they have our loan money, our federal grant money. They have that. There should be no reason for her not to have housing. So this is pure uncut fuckery. I have, I have so much to say about that. <laughs> like, as an HBCU person. <laughs> oh, please go. I mean, like at ODU, we had, we had uh, more students than housing because they were building another dorm or working on it. And it hadn't been completed yet, so they had to put them in a hotel. But they put them in a hotel, and they bust them back and forth to campus from that hotel that first year we were there. So right. they had housing. Like Right, yeah. And I had this, well, it didn't happen to me, but when I was in school, the same experience. It wasn't they were building a dorm. They just had more students than housing. So they had to put them in a hotel, which was pretty far away. From where the campus was, you know, in in uh, proximity where the campus was, yeah, they had to shuttle them back and forth, and they were like, they were in like a hotel, but they were in a hotel for I want to say a couple months. So it wasn't even weeks, and like I said, again, it wasn't to the the point of they were building a dorm. They just had more students than than normal, and I remember even like sophomore year, they kind of anticipated that it would be more students than housing. So they had like a lottery and I remember you had to go in, fill out your application. And this was while I was like my, it was like my second semester freshman year. And, you know, you had to hope and pray that, you know, you got a lottery pick to actually choose to have like, you know, on-campus housing. So, you know, luckily I did, but I mean, I understand it too, because I was an out-of-state student. Like, yeah, the, the luxury of, you know, the people that live, you know, in Atlanta, like, yeah, they can stay home, but, you know, you out of state, what the, like, really? A lot of, you know, out of state people don't get no refund checks or nothing like that. So, you know, to afford on top of that an apartment and then Clark Atlanta, which makes it extra crazy is, so Clark Atlanta, Morehouse and Spelman is all pretty much in the same area and they're like pretty much in the West End. So the West End has grown tremendously, especially with like the Beltline um, going through. So white people pretty much have flipped that. So you got houses that, you know, normally would be like my friend bought a house for $10,000. He didn't do shit to it. And he got it appraised and it's worth half a million because it's like half a mile from the Beltline. So in, in tune with that, a lot of stuff has gone up. So then you got on top of that, a college student, you trying to tell them to get an apartment, which apartment probably is crazy price now because of all that, you know, gentrification in the West End. Who can afford that? Like, I don't, like, and you're not helping them to afford an apartment. You just telling them like, oh, you know, just go ahead and get an apartment. Like, I love it. I, I forever will love my HBCU. But, you know, those were always the gripes with HBCUs was, just the fact of they were so inconsistent with a lot of stuff and they were so unorganized with a lot of stuff. Like my mom went to Howard. She told me from day one, she's the girl, keep all, keep every last sheet of paper that they send you. 
Do not throw anything away because at some point in time, they're going to act like they don't know what the, you're talking about and you're going to have to show your ass and give it to them. Yep. And I had to do it plenty of times with the housing department. And I had to do it a couple of times with the financial department. They're saying like, oh, I didn't get nothing. But it's like, um, I sent it. You know, you did get it. Like y'all had to sign for it. What are you talking about? So, I mean, I'm, when I hear this, I'm like, mm, another HBCU debacle. And I, I hate saying Saying that because, like I said, I love my HBCUs, but that's just that's insane, especially for you know. And I mean, that's even with somebody in state or out of state. The fact of is, I'm paying tuition. Some people are taking out loans. Some people's mama's taking out loans because the loans might not be you know enough for them to cover a tuition, cover a semester. And the fact is, I'm walking and I'm dropping my child off. You know, you telling me I got housing, and then come to find out I have nothing. And you're not even giving me any adequate solution to it as far as for what you are doing to put my child in housing. Now, I need to be finding something for my child. That, that, that's, not, that's not how it works. Especially when, once you got my money, you definitely need to be looking for some housing for my child. And I'm sorry, but it's just a different situation to tell a parent that, well, you needed to have a plan B for your child to live off campus. No, you taking a child that's been living with their parents for 17, 18 years, they go in their first year as freshmen to college, and you're saying that you don't have adequate housing for people who financially paid and followed the process to have it. So now they need to go find housing off campus. How many parents, especially black parents, are gonna be comfortable with putting a fresh out of the fucking house, 18 year old in their own damn apartment? In a city no. that they don't live in, in a state that they don't live in. And then where you gonna get furniture? It's not like you're gonna be putting them in some place that's like a furnished apartment. Those are far and few. So you're gonna be putting them in an unfurnished apartment. So that means you gotta buy extra shit. You gotta buy them a bed. You gotta buy them all this stuff, a table. Like you gotta buy them, you know, stuff to cook with. Like you have to buy more stuff on top of that, on top of signing a lease. It's not even like, Oh, you can stay here for a month or two and until we get it situated. You got to sign a whole ass lease and you got to pay for whole ass rent. That mm-mm. There's security and conveniency that a college is offering parents and students when they de- when they develop programs like that. And for y'all, for them to send out that that's it's not our fault, it's y'all's fault and y'all should have had a backup plan as statement to the parents and to the kids is some super fuck shit. And it's 2018. Y'all ain't TSA. Y'all ain't South by Southwest. How the fuck did y'all overbook? Mm-hmm. Are you serious? But y'all, y'all collected that, that the money though. Right. They took their you... money and they took their forms, but you ain't had housing for them. So y'all done spent that money probably on the school, but y'all mm-hmm. ain't got no room for these kids. Like, no, no, sir. Especially for people who paid. Hell to the fuck, no, sir. That shit is unacceptable in 2018. Don't be like, oh, we overbooked 150 people. Get the fuck out of here. Y'all knew that number was that high. Y'all knew y'all's housing situation. Y'all still did that shit. Then y'all waited till extra super last ass minute to -hmm. tell people they ain't had nowhere to go. Motherfuckers showed up and y'all was like, classes start on Wednesday. Good luck, everybody. Shut the door and walk the fuck off stage. Collected all their money. Scammers. Too fucking expensive for you to not have a place for me to stay. Scammers. It's too. It's too fucking expensive. Now I don't. I I don't see. I know people who have messed up their registration stuff. 
you don't get a couple hundred people messing up their stuff. Like that just doesn't happen. Hundred and fifty and counting. The and if anything, like the freshman paperwork process, that should definitely be okay. You forgot to do this, this, and this. Like that should yeah, be one they'll, of the main priorities. They should walk you through that housing. Yeah, they absolutely. Should, they should walk you through that thing. And then hey, I remember signing up for housing as a um as a sophomore. Like you still got walked through the process. Mm-hmm. And and you and you a lot of people knew where they were going before before we left school. Yep. For, I the, did. for the summer. You know what I mean? Like you got that situated already. Mm-hmm. So this is people who are, oh, I'm gonna live over here in whatever the building's called. And then they get there to move in and they're like, oh no, y'all ain't here. That's what that that's what happened. These one kids, like the people who messed up the paperwork or didn't know, they're coming to think when they come to school, the first thing they do is they go into the house office and see what's available. Like they go, they're gonna come early. Right. All right, these exactly. motherfuckers had a sheet or something that said, You will be staying here. <laughs> this is who mm-hmm. you're gonna be with. You know what I mean? Like, this is where you're gonna be staying. And then when they got there, all that shit changed. I just that's just it, it makes and now I'm thinking about it. so one of my coworkers her son goes to um fam so she was telling me that he's he's a rising sophomore and um they were having issues as well as far as for housing and they had um pretty much bought you know a couple little you know pretty much like the I guess the the suites so you know how it's like everybody is four people to an apartment. So there's four. Everybody has their separate room, but you know, like the living quarters, everybody shares. Like you know, the living room, kitchen, that type of deal. They uh, have it with the school that they, you know, you pay in installment plans um, once a month. So I think it was like four hundred dollars or four fifty or something like that a month. And you know, she said that they were fine with you know. Talked to her husband, said they were totally fine paying that each month for him. But she said she got shitting because, you know, here they go. They've been wanting their money and um, they moved. They're moving in pretty much at the end of the month. I think they're moving like next week, but they want all they want the full four hundred dollars or whatever the cost is for rent of August. And she was like, no, that needs to be prorated. She's like, he hadn't been here for a whole month. Why am I paying that? And then on top of that, they have these parking lots that um, is way far that you got to walk to from the apartment building. But they got like the parking like decks that's pretty much like connected to the suites. And even with that, you have to, you have to pay to pay to park in the parking decks. And she said it's something crazy, like an extra like a hundred dollars on top of the rent each month. She said she is. She said she can't wait to go down there because she said she gonna act a black ass fool. Cause you know every time she kept getting a run around, she said she called corporate. Corporate kept giving a run around. She called the school. School act like they don't know what's going on. Like she said, everybody keep giving a run around. But she says what what's not gonna be run around. She said it's my mouth when I get up to that damn school. Cause she says I'm not paying a whole month for this child, and he's literally gonna be here for like you know a couple of days, and then got to turn around on the first of the month. To pay rent again, on top of that, I gotta pay. You want them to pay an extra hundred dollars a month to stay, you know, at something like a parking deck to park the car, the parking deck that is adjacent to the building 
Whereas, you know, for free, they can park in this parking lot that they got to walk down the street to get to their apartment. Like she said, hell no. It's just getting to the point where like these colleges are like, they really are scammers. They're taking everybody's money. And then they're just like, oh, you just got to deal with this. Oh, you know, you don't have housing. Oh, well. Oh, you don't have your classes together. Oh, well, like I'm, I'm just not dealing with you. And just like you said, college is so expensive. They're going to have to do something. Again, we out here treating our own people like this, y'all. We doing some white shit to our own people. Wow. I didn't know that about Clark Atlanta. That's crazy. My uh, cousin just, um, he's going to Morehouse in the, in, you know, I think they start next week too. So he came um, last week and, you know, they got moved in and all that good stuff. And literally, you know, Morehouse is right around, I mean, literally like a street and some change away from um, Clark Atlanta. So that is, wow. Just think y'all driving from fucking Virginia to damn Atlanta to drop your child off. First freshman year, you got all this stuff, and then you come to find out they ain't got no place to stay. I'd I probably go to jail. I'm, I would curse every last living soul out her daughter was until my soul. child has that. That's you better so find some fucking housing. Today, now. This shit is wild. All right, y'all. Um, last thing before we go. Yeah, bitch, I'm a cow, bitch, I'm a cow, I'm not a cat, I don't say meow, bitch, I'm a cow, bitch, I'm a cow, bitch, I'm a cow, bitch, I'm a cow, go Listen, all I can really say is that she know how to work her behind. 
Okay. <laughs> and she thick as shit. So I was she like, got God full, damn, girl. She got full country control of her backside in this video. <laughs> like, for all of y'all getting these ass shots and all this fake shit and whatever, she got full country overalls, hay season, hay fever season, twerking abilities in this video, y'all. Like, it just be naturally happening. It's moments where she just be walking and all of a sudden her ass starts twerking. And I think her dad is South African. Well, that would explain that. Up. Like, her dad did uh, work, I think, like, film production on Serafina. Mm-hmm. And I remember, I, I heard, like, her first album. I was like, oh, this is kind of cute. But it, I never, like, fully, fully, like, listened to all her stuff. Because I think she got maybe, like, two other albums. Including the one that came out earlier this year. I have never listened to, but... I saw it on Twitter and I was like, what the fuck? And then I said, this kind of, this kind of goes. Nigga, why and did the cow have a wig on though? Oh, yeah. Why, why did the cow have a wig Blow going in the wind? <laughs> what in the fuck? Also, this is the longest, this is the longest lasting milkshake I've ever seen. Like, she is drinking the shit out of this milkshake. She said like the all that craziness in the background. Um, she said she literally filmed this in her like her house. Yeah, you can she tell she's doing it from a wall. They probably got a green screen up and everything, and all she's doing is doing. No, she said that was a. She said she put up a, a green project. sheet. That, yeah, that works. You can green. You can make a green screen however you want, and then you just throw this as long as it's green. Yes, bitch. Oh my gosh. So I don't live in the city because I because they don't have lawns. <laughs> like, how she a cow, but she eating hamburgers because she a real <laughs> cow, nigga. Maybe it's an impossible burger. She said, "Got steak, got cheese." Nigga, she real. <laughs> I like what you said. Uh, you a calf, bitch? You my daughter? <laughs> I like it. I like how she threw little subtle stuff in it. Like she said, all these heifers. I was like, mm hmm. Yeah, like she. <laughs> Like, it's the smartest dub song I've ever heard. Like, it's some of the best trolling that I've heard. She she knows what she's doing. Bop of the century. This is so great. I waited. This is my first time hearing this, too. I waited until the podcast episode to listen to this, despite the fact that it's been posted. What did she say at one point? I ain't a moose, bitch. Get out my hay. (laughs) (laughs) Bop. I don't even know what I said. This shit goes. And I gotta be honest, I feel bad for all of y'all struggling artists out there who saw this and went, wait, that's all I had to do? <laughs> somebody somebody on Twitter said, like, Nikki had a five-month rollout and still got replaced by a song, Bitch, I'm a Cow. <laughs> I know, because this has been... T- I, I didn't realize... Because I saw it on, you know, Crystal's thing, and she decided to say... Uh, it's the blunt, and I was like, "Oh yeah, if you high, listen to this." My goodness, but like everybody's talking about it now. Like even People Magazine said something about it. How oh, no, like, she's one a hit. Is, like low key, like dope ass song. Nope, she's a hit now. <laughs> she chose a good beat. Mm-hmm. That was just a, that's a really good beat, and she was calm with it. She had a hook. She had a bridge. She had verses. She had titties and ass. Mm-hmm. Fries. She just had titties bouncing in the background, anime titties. So you know the white boys, they <laughs> fell right into that. Mm-hmm. 
had you know the cows with it with the nice uh blonde uh lace front <laughs> i mean she out here doing work she got one video that is 16 million views this one is a million views mm-hmm. i mean she posted it on august 10th and it's at a million views i mean she came out of nowhere so, it really did like i was like what <laughs> Her last video she posted this? five months ago got uh, two million views. Man, her concert is gonna be live as fuck with these beats. Oh yeah, that beat kind of goes. Ooh, that, that, and I've been hearing people that said like after, because I guess this song is not on the, I guess the album that she put out earlier this year, but they said that the album was actually is really good. Like it was like, oh, it just made people start listening to her music. Smart. gets me oh the be high at the concert listening oh my god you know what really gets me i'm gonna have to go to oh, that gets, gets to me here. the fact that i sit and i like look at particular artists that are very talented um female women artists to be specific here rappers singers that are very talented mm-hmm. and you might hear them on a song or so and you're like oh i hear what they could possibly do right if they get the right beats if they get the right producers behind them and the right engineer and mixer they could absolutely and put the pen like put some real work behind that pen nothing crazy you know just some decent work they could really crank out some jams and then i hear what they do on their albums and their eps and their mixtapes and i'm indescribably disappointed right immensely disappointed because i'm like all you had to do was just get that beat and have fun on it while displaying your talent so to see her doing this and it's consistent we heard the first track it goes heard the second joint it goes i'm listening to this one and it goes and i'm like okay she despite all of the shit going on in the video and the aesthetics and the ridiculous like attention clickbait grabbing shit she actually understands her sound. She understands the music that she wants to make and that's what she's doing. And I really wish and she's not like I want to say that it, that it sounds effortless, but it I don't want to say that it is effortless. It sounds effortless though. And I I feel so bad for other female black like artists who are trying to capture attention this way, who are trying to understand their sound the way that she does and to get there or on their struggle to get there, go so far out of the way. They do so much unnecessary shit 
with their music. And Indeed, you just don't have to. You don't have to do that, especially today. Everybody got a dope beat for you. Even Nicki Minaj's album, again, when we do this review, they, like I can't deny that she got dope beats on the project. She just ain't dope on them. She got dope yep. features on them. She just ain't dope on them. Like it's it's everybody else kind of works and she doesn't work at all. Yo, you know, I listen to this, and again, it's a it's a whole lot of artists, female artists that I'm rooting for. Yo, y'all need to take note and legit look at this this artist she, and the fact that she just having fun and that she's just doing her, but she also following some very, very simple rules of this music game. Get a dope beat. Have a good hook. Mm-hmm. That's it. All just, her shit just, go. Just like one on one, like yeah, like music, like are we and we always talk about like songs and how songs mean things and how your structure of your song means something. You know your hook, like every piece of it, and that's pretty much what it is. It's as simple and as fun and as you know corny as it might even be. Like it's it's a good song. Like she said that she literally the reason why she's eating the cheeseburger she is eating a cheeseburger she said she was hungry so she ordered some food from Uber Eats <laughs> like that's how you make great stuff when you're just like meh unbothered and she said the outfit came from that's something she was gonna wear when she goes on tour later on in the fall man she is up here like she is a performer. She is a performer, and that is dope. And I'm interested. Like, I'm going to go actually check out this project, and I'm going to look forward to this new joint because she knows what she's doing. She just does. She does. Like I said, the, the first album that I did hear um, from her was a good album. I do remember that. So, um, And definitely what I heard, you know, the songs you played now, I've never. It's good. With a man, um, I've never had a problem with a man not being able to go down on me. If you're on the internet long enough, you see weird comments and you see weird stuff where people just aren't really into that kind of thing, and it's disappointing. And it inspired me. have an alter ego. It's like a middle-aged African auntie and she's very high-pitched and she's very mature. There's kind of like a some oomph in there. You'll hear it in the hook. It's like, go down, go down, go down. Yeah, let me see you go to town, yeah. It's almost like a meow. If you're down, boy, really down. Baby, let me watch you go to town. This your one chance, baby, never or now. If you're not gonna go all the way in, don't go at all. It's it's just a very feminist sort of female empowerment kind of kind of message. Let me see you go to town, baby. Go to town, yeah. Baby, let me watch you go to town. This your one chance, baby, never or now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go down, go down, go down. Yeah, let me see you go to town. Go down, go down, go down. Yeah, let me see you go to town. Go to town with it, and she shave it all off, Charlie Brown with it. When I was thinking about 
shaving your cootie, I was thinking about baldness and the cutest thing I could think next to shaving your, because it's a messy process. So, you know, it's, it's, you know, I tried to make it cute. So I took, you know, Charlie Brown and I just made that sort of the metaphor. Looking all around, all the mother girls sound fit. You know what? I hate the fact that they actually made her explain that line. Like that, she didn't need, <laughs> she put so much effort. She put more effort into explaining that one line than she put into writing this whole song, yo. <laughs> like, but I like the fact that her voice naturally sounds like that. And I mean, this is just going to be a cakewalk for her. She just, she just got it. <laughs> she'll, she'll be able to produce catchy music for a good while. At least she's going to have a lot. If she's, if she's destined for 15, it will be a very long 15. So, Hey, did you see the picture I put in the chat? <laughs> oh, even the dogs are getting nigga. Bye. <laughs> Bye. He is, he is a cow, that is though. so great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> and on that I note. I love it. And on that note, <laughs> we're going to get and roll the fuck out, y'all. Um, Appreciate everybody for joining us on the podcast. Another week, another 40 Acres podcast, another Wednesday, and y'all are listening on another Thursday. We will see y'all next time. Don't forget, where's my 40 acrescom if you need more Ratchet podcasts on the free side if you need that premium fix though you can go ahead head on over to patreon.com slash wm408 um shout out to our new subscribers on patreon i think we had three this week so thank y'all i'm gonna have y'all's account set up before the end of the week been mad busy but don't worry um you will be getting this month's stuff and everything in return i'm actually going to increase the amount of stuff you can listen to per month now because I think some people have been with us long enough that they should be able to listen to more stuff per month than what they've been listening to. I ain't got to worry about nobody listening for one month and then being like, I listen to all y'all stuff and now I'm gone. That ain't possible. I ain't increasing it that much. And on the other note, um, shout out to Rich. I'm not going to read his email this week. I might read it next week, but I passed it joint along to the game, bro. And yeah. Oh, it's a great email, man. It is. I love it. Yeah. There you go. So um, we'll be getting back in touch with you, though, bro, like for sure. And for people who don't know or didn't see, if you haven't refreshed your feed because you were waiting for this show, you might want to check the show that came before this one on the feed because it was our Insecure review for this week, episode one of season three. Issa and the fam is back, and we have a new co-host on there. Jump for Joy joined us and should be joining us, I hope, every episode that we me do. Too. Yeah. Uh, it also sounded like she'll be joining me you and mary for this Nicki minaj review <laughs> so this is gonna this be is, great this whole review about to be flames man <laughs> i'm so glad i thought i had to do that Whew. no no you're out you're, you're good bro. i know you won't go listen to it it's okay it's okay all right y'all we will highlight you next time at where's my 40 acres on twitter at phenom black at miss music lover at brett craft bear killers on instagram and you can join our Facebook group that where's um, where's my 40 acres dot 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 tears of orphans. Make sure that you answer the question. We'll holler at y'all next time. Peace. <laughs>